This is Total Nonstop Impact. This is Rebellion Night 2's review. And you're watching the TNI Network. Kick this thing off, J-Ball. Let's go. This is the jaw jacking Tuesday night impact and his mother called him son because he shines like one mocha skin manimal Rohit Raju and you are watching total non-stop impact. This is Taya La Huera Loca and you are listening to total non-stop impact. The walking weapon Josh Alexander and you're listening to total non-stop impact. We are the, the rascals. rascals. You are listening to Total Non-Stop Impact Podcast, baby. Woo! And what you're really listening to is Total Non-Stop Impact. Don't you dare miss a lesson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is the good stuff. Welcome everybody to Total Nonstop Impact. Impact Talk for Impact fans featured right here on the TNI Network. This is the Rebellion Night 2 Review. I am your host, Trent Lott, my two amazing co-hosts, Kyle. There it is there. Kyle. Low-life scumbag. That's right. Feels good to be back, boys. Rebellion Night 2, uh, biggest night of our show ever. We got Big Mike Elgin coming on the show right after he finishes his main event on Impact Wrestling. Now, boys, I'm going to be honest, things didn't go the way we thought they were, so I don't know how it's going to be when he comes on, but let me pass it over to J-Bone. J-Bone. That's itching over there. In the house. This is his last appearance before vacation. Make his last appearance like forever. He might not make it back from vacation. We'll find out. Honest? We'll find out. I'm not sure how crazy he's getting. J-Bone, how you doing today? We are good. We've got all the lollipops lined up. We finished off the bottle of schnapps. I had like a shot and a half left, so that's gone. So I'll behave myself schnapps. now. Um, yeah, we're all schnapsed up. Um, <laughs> TNI, TNI. Uh, it's, it's man, we're 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 coming out of this show just kind of like scratching our heads. But I I think I think we all dug it because we really didn't know what the hell we were gonna get. You know, we felt like Moose was gonna come in and do something. We got a, I'll, I'll, I'll quote Trent Hernandez. <laughs> Hernandez. Hernandez. Uh, just, you know, I mean, big hoss Whoa. fight. And it was, uh, man, just crazy. Guys, this was, I, I, I tweeted out right before the show ended. I said, wrestling is best when you don't see any of it coming, when you don't know what's going to happen. Because we're, we're so exposed to the business nowadays. But, man, when you can get those moments where you don't know what's going to happen. It's it's the best, and I didn't see any of that coming at all today, guys. Gentlemen, no. I, I none of it. We didn't see the belt coming. We didn't see the finish coming. Nothing. It was a wild night. We're gonna get into it in just in a little bit. As we mentioned, Michael Elgin is here. Jay Bones watching the room, the waiting room for Big Mike to pop in here. We're gonna we're gonna have him here at the top of the show, and as soon as he's out, um, Basil's gonna jump in and just add a fourth. Basil was there. If you guys, I saw him in the background. He was walking around taking pictures. A little ghostly lens you saw floating around that was yeah. in case you were unfamiliar basil is an official impact wrestling photographer he was there on site for night one and night two so i mean come on boys 
you get Michael Elgin at the beginning of the show. You get a photographer that was there behind the scenes throughout the review. This is the best damn impact wrestling podcast of all time. Come on. Is, is there any better? Is there, there any be. better? There can't be. We ventured We're out ourselves at this point. The TNI tribe, they're spoiled. We we took a we bet on ourselves. We left the big we left the big station. We bet on ourselves and we're building our own house here. You guys are all with us. We thank you guys very much for being here. Guys, while we wait for Elgin to show up, uh, my God, night one and night two, cumulatively, I gotta say a very exciting night. It would have been I, I can see now it would have been an amazing pay-per-view uh, just based on certain things that you saw did play out the way they were supposed to, some things didn't. Unbelievable. It's kind of funny, though, guys. I don't know if you saw the stat. Today is officially one year to the day of last year's rebellion. And uh, that's going to tie into Michael Elgin as well. So, uh, so far, so good. Things are going <laughs> real well, man. I, I really enjoyed it. I think the crew put in a, a, a great job. Given all circumstances, I think the, the crew busted out. J-Bone, give me your thoughts on that. Just, just what the crew was able to do, given all the circumstances we're facing in the world today. Yeah, man. I mean, presentation was great it was yeah. a lot of focus on the ring you know there wasn't a lot of focus on hey what's over here in this corner which is how it should be you you want you want atmosphere to make to have like it it's center on the stage the ring the fort you know the squared circle and that was great you had lights in the background i don't know if i said this last week or not but i'll say it again it bears repeating the lights that were like out in the, you know, beyond the uh, barrier, they were pointed in. So that draws your attention in. So that was perfect, you know? Yep. No, it went. Let's go. Cool. Kyle, give me your thoughts on that. Like the whole, the circumstances we're seeing, empty arena wrestling that's going on. I think they did a great job. Give me your thoughts on this. They knocked it out of the park without a doubt. Uh, we've been covering it week to week here on the show. Uh, even though there's not a crowd, when you watch, you forget that. It's a different atmosphere, but they're knocking it out of the park. And uh, tonight was tremendous, fellas. Very well. Week done. in, week out, Impact Wrestling is the number one show. And that's why, oh, my God. J-Bone, there's a, a there's knock a, at the door. There's a, a the door. I, I hear a knock and knock. All right. Let's, let's, have, let's, let's bring him in the house here. Let's bring him into our house. Come on. Bring him in. Ladies and gentlemen, making his debut to Total Nonstop Impact Podcast, Big Mike, the unbreakable Michael Elgin himself. There he is. Hey, hey Big Mike. Back. What's going on? Big Mike, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. How you feeling, man? How's things going? We just watched Rebellion Night 2, and, uh, you know, hey, we didn't see any of that coming, so we want to talk to you about it. We're not going to tie you for too long. I know you got things to do, but uh, what what the hell? <laughs> I mean, we didn't expect any of that. How do you feel being in the middle of all that after after I, what we just saw? How do you saw? think I feel? Like I can't be happy. I can't be happy. About it. Should be sitting here, the Impact Heavyweight Champion, and I know they don't call it heavyweight, but I'm a wrestling traditionalist, and we should be a heavyweight champion, and it will be worldly when I have it because I'll travel the world and defend it. But yet. Moose wants to walk up Absolutely. in some imitation warrior gear and act like finding a championship laying around a studio is is good enough to call himself a champion. I think it was a, a waste of my time, to be honest. So given, given that, Mike, you, okay, we, you, you, you've been building up for this title shot for a while. We've been going at the, I mean, you've been going at the, your, your opponents, everybody. You've been targeted for this. You're ready for this. 
this has to throw throw you off. For, I mean, going forward, I mean, going into next week and 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 the next couple weeks after, like, how do you how do you plan to handle it when we don't have uh your your planned opponents right now? We have to you have the most to deal with that. What's all this going to lead to in terms of what's your game plan actually just to take your I mean, spot back on all this? Um, as far as I'm concerned, I'm still the number one contender. I wasn't pinned tonight. I went right. through the best of five. I'm scheduled for uh, Impact Wrestling World Championship match. Not TNA. TNA, as great as it was and as great as what they laid the foundation for us to be here now is Impact Wrestling. It's not in round mm -hmm. anymore. We're Impact Wrestling. That's the championship I'm fighting for. And I'm still number one contender. So I think before they decide that Eddie and Tessa want to show up and do what we're supposed to do, then I'll just keep beating people up and waiting for my championship. Listen, I'm with, I got, I'm going to ask you one question. Now these guys are going to ask you something too. And all the people in the chat, Mike, you're a guy who, and first off, happy one year in impact. Today's their one year anniversary. Isn't it? Yes, thank you. So happy one year. What you've done in a year is incredible. Um, and I, I could say from a personal standpoint, Mike, anywhere you go, not only do you elevate your game, but you also elevate the game of the company you're in. Uh, guys, I know Mike from AAW, and I saw firsthand as a fan uh, how he elevated that company and then so on after going from there to other companies, how it just – anywhere he goes, he not only ups his game, but ups the game of his opponents and all of everybody on that roster. And so, Mike, on a personal standpoint, I see what you do. What's your next challenge now? I mean, you have – you are always setting challenges for yourself. This is a challenge all to itself with the with the whole restructure, the way shows are being done now and everything. What's your next challenge as you're going into this? Well, first, you know, thank you uh, for the kind words. Uh, take this very seriously. Um, I know I've been joking around a lot on social media, but with all jokes, there's a little bit of truth. And I do consider I do consider this, you know, my life's work. I'm 33. And the first time I ever took a bump, I was 14. So over half my life I've been doing this and I've given everything I've got to it. So that kind of adds to what you were saying. I tried to elevate everywhere I go because of how much this means to me. And I know that it's kind of weird for fans and then for wrestlers to have these empty arena shows. But I truly look at wrestling as a prize fight, you know, and uh, the prize is either winning a match or going after a championship. And if you're not in a mindset or have the ability to go out there when there isn't a crowd there and it only is going to be seen on a tv screen or you know on a computer screen or a phone whatever it can be consumed by um i don't think that you deserve to be a wrestler to be honest and that might be harsh but the truth is i've worked hard to be at this level and i feel that the people surrounded the people that i'm surrounded by should see that and work equally as hard. And as I said, I go out there and I think if you guys, anybody that's, you know, paying attention to this, which obviously they are, because I'm seeing the comments that they watched tonight, mm -hmm. I didn't change anything that I do. I wrestled the way I wrestled time and time again, whether there's fans out there or not, because that's who I am. You know, I made a comment a couple of days ago that when I walk through that curtain and I put on my wrestling gear and I'm out there, wrestling's real to me. You know, I, I am 100% Michael Elgin through and through when my wrestling gear gets put on. As a matter of fact, it happens the second I walk in the building. Um, it's just something that I strive to be the best at. And 
in circumstances that have been given to us and we have to be out there without a crowd. We have to perform at the best of our ability and make people that are watching it without that crowd reaction feel like they're seeing something special, feel like they're seeing something real. And that's been my goal ever since I started. And even more so now that we don't get that crowd interaction live, we need to have people watching on screens think, Ooh, man, uh, that's, that's, that's real. So that's my goal. And I think that's what I'm going to accomplish. Listen, man, I think you do it already. I'm going to let these guys jump in. Kyle, I know you're rich and ask big Mike a question. Go ahead and let, let loose over here. No, Mike, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show, buddy. It means the world to us. This is the, the biggest moment for us in the history of our podcast so far. So thank you so no, much. No, no problem. It's a pleasure. So been a fan of yours for a long time, Mike, since I saw you come out here to uh, the Coney Island shows a couple summers in a row. Killed it there. Been a fan of yours ever since. And uh, I've been following you throughout the years. And I just think you get better and better every year. As every year goes by, you just get a little bit better. And there's something I want to ask you. Would you agree with me when I say that Eddie Edwards is one of your best dance partners, if you will? Because every time you and him go out together, you put on just this insane, crazy spectacle of the man. I got to see it live in person at Melrose Ballroom. And I was on this show, not lying, not blowing smoke up your ass. They can uh, back it up. I said that you were the highlight of that show in that match with Eddie Edwards. The two of them. There was the three-way and then the one-on-one. Would you say that Eddie is one of your best uh, partners, so to speak? You know, I, I would absolutely say that. And it's funny because we've had that chemistry ever since. I remember actually, you know, the matches you're speaking about, we came to the back and Tommy Dreamer had asked, you guys wrestle a lot before? And we only ever had, I think, three singles matches and maybe a couple of tag matches prior to coming to Impact together. Wow. But I remember that was like the first big match I had in Ring of Honor. Uh, it was 2011 in Boston, February 2011. And that was my first big singles match was against Eddie. And right off the bat, I came to the back and everybody just looked at me differently because I'd only been in the company, you know, five, six months. And it was a lot of mixed, like six-man tags or tag matches because I was in House of Truth. And that was the first real time I got to showcase myself. And we just instantly clicked. And I think we have the same mentality. You know, we both enjoy Japanese wrestling. He spent time in the Noah Dojo. And at that time when we first wrestled, I'd always wanted to go to Japan and had a true love um, and appreciation for the style. So I think we matched right away. And then, you know, kind of going away and him going to impact and me doing my thing coming back to it it definitely showed that he's i think going to be one of my favorite and best opponents i'll ever have in my career yeah I, you guys have wrestled i don't know how many times at this point it's been like in every match i feel just you two find something new to get us get us with so it's it's incredible all over the world too you guys were in a guitar too the real art of it too because at first they wanted to have like a stipulation on every match to try to get along each week for what the stipulation can be and kind of build it that way. And we went to bat. Like I think the beauty about us wrestling each other so much is that we are capable of having different matches over and over again. And that's something that I take pride in because I've seen those matches where you see over and over again, and they're way too similar sometimes, but the art form comes from being able to have different matches and have different things and have callbacks to, to matches that you had prior. And I think that really adds 
to what me and Eddie could do. And we went to bat to be like, no, we don't need any kind of uh, stipulations on all these matches. Just let us wrestle. So um, it really worked out. Now, Mike, another thing I want to ask you, buddy, is for all the places you've been, you've been to Ring of Honor, you've been all through Japan, you're in Impact Wrestling now. Comparing all the locker rooms you've been in, what's different about Impact Wrestling to you so far? Um, I, I think it's less clicky. And what I mean by that is there's obviously still groups of people that hang out with each other and everything, but it's there's no secrets in those clicks. Like we might be joking around in our separate groups, but then everybody's still communicating and joking around. And that's a lot different. You know, New Japan was probably the closest, but there's still like a little few groups of people that are kind of doing their own thing. Ring of Honor was real clickish, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just a real like family mentality. And I think we all have a, a bug in our ass to kind of put impact at the forefront because like we've always said, like it's, it's weird to see people who review shows for a living and they don't review impact on the weekly basis when the TV has been phenomenal. And PWI going, oh, we don't recognize the Impact World Championship, but you recognize everything else? Like, come on, the show's phenomenal. The matches have been phenomenal. And I think that if anybody tunes in and watches, even if they just watch the people they like, if they like Rich Swan, watch his matches. If they like me, watch my matches. If they like Eddie, watch their matches. And they're going to be blown away. So um, I think that's a real mentality for all of us is to get people talking about Impact. And even us here on the podcast, that's our mindset because we were doing our watch party tonight during the show. And Trent, what was one of the first comments we got? Somebody came into the chat and said they like Impact now because of us. And it's just, it's word of mouth. That's all it is. People have this false narrative in their head, these old things that happened 10 years ago. But if you actually sit there and watch Impact every week with an open mind, you'll become a fan. We always preach that here on the show. I absolutely agree, you know, um, and it even sucks because the things that kind of put the bad taste in people's mouth, there was still such great talent there and some great moments, but they were just overshadowed by stupid mistakes. And unfortunately, that happens. You know, it happens in a plethora. It happens any business, right, Mike? Like any any business you go to. I mean, God forbid, when I first wanted to go to Japan, nobody talked about going to New Japan. Everybody wanted to go to Noah or Dragon Gate. And now right. yeah. you don't see anybody going, oh, my goal is to go to Noah. And I love Noah. Being there has been fantastic. Don't get me wrong. But it's just a down period. There's down periods. Certain decisions are made that not everybody supports. And things change. I'm telling you right now, when I first started wrestling, my goal was to go to Noah. And you couldn't even talk about anybody but maybe Tanahashi in New Japan. But now it's just mm-hmm. the landscape has changed. Everything goes through these down periods. There was a time, I know wrestling fans that I meet, and, and I'll be talking to them, they're like, yeah, I mean, wrestling got stupid in 2004. I stopped watching it because WF was lame. Like, it happens in every place, and they, they garner people back. Absolutely. For whatever reason, people just want to have that bad taste in their mouth. And maybe it was that when it started getting good, they were on a TV station that didn't have the best the best ability to be seen, you know, but mm-hmm. they've worked hard to get back on, on a good platform. They worked hard to have a good roster and great people in management. And I think that that is important for people to understand. No doubt. Jay, I know you got something to say. You had a question there. 
Yeah. Uh, first of all, welcome. It's a tremendous moment uh, to have you on here. Uh, I've been with these guys for a year now and uh, just watching uh, the, our brand grow along with Impact Wrestling, you know, new TV deal and everything. It's, it's been quite the journey. Um, now, you didn't come out of this main event on top, but I want to step away for that for, for a moment and just focus on the bigger picture in the backstage area. Um, how was the atmosphere with everybody coming into um, this event? Um, I, I know these are some scary times. Did you kind of lean on each other? Did everybody come in with something different? Can you talk about that? Well, first, you know, they took safety precautions. You know, we had to answer all the typical questions of somebody getting tested for the COVID-19. Um, mm -hmm. They took our temperatures and all that kind of stuff every day and, and constantly to make sure everybody was okay. We got food, but it was all individually bagged, like all that kind of stuff. They took every precaution they could. So the company impact really took care of us. And I think what's going missed is we weren't told to be there. We were asked if we would come. So yeah. it wasn't mandatory. It wouldn't affected anything if we didn't show up. But everybody that was on Rebellion and the, the TV in weeks to come uh, felt that Impact would take the right steps to make sure that the best they could that we were going to be safe. Obviously, as you said, these are scary times. But going there, you know, everybody was excited because wrestling isn't happening. And it's all it's in all of our blood. So we just wanted to be able to get out there and be active. And like we've been saying, we're trying to put impact back in the forefront of wrestling. So if we go for three months without some new stuff out there, what does that do for the company? So I think we were all there to support the company that's supporting us. And yeah. um, everybody was, you know, high spirits, to be honest. Obviously, it's a rough time and everybody's dealing with things differently and it's difficult. But being able to have that little bit of normalcy that we're so used to, we're so used to being around each other in a locker room and being able to do what we love and being able to do that. It was just a kind of a great break from from what's going on in the world. Yeah. And Mike, I got to say, I, going back to what Kyle was saying earlier, um, about what the brand's doing to chase the stigma off and all that stuff. I feel you guys, this current roster, and I've worked a lot of, you know, at VAAW and stuff and, and yourself. I just know the mindset of you guys and, and you could probably, you actually attest to this. You guys are, are, are such a hungry group of people that your goal, and I know you, I see it in your performances. Your goal is to just be undeniable uh, of like be put on the best show and the best performance and the give 200% to the point where these guys who ha keep a stigma or keep a wall up, you, they can't deny how good it is. And like, I yeah, saw that is. firsthand with your matches a lot of times, you know, people who might not be a fan of yours, they, but they're by the end of the match, they're converted. They're like, damn, you know, I'm not going to be a fan of that guy, but that was a damn good match. You know, shit, I'm sold. Yeah. You know, and especially a test to the locker room. Um, you know, I know there was a lot of different things said, but, I still had a year and an uh, offered of a second year on my New Japan contract when I left to come to Impact. Mm -hmm. Like, I chose to be an Impact because of the roster and because of the people behind the scenes. And we do all have that mentality. Like, I know I joke around a lot, and, and to me it's funny because that's just how I was brought up. But if somebody on the roster has a great match and they come back and say top that, I don't go and say, oh, look at this cocky prick. I go, okay, I'm going to go out and try and top that. 
absolutely think, that's teamwork that, yeah as a team as a team our competition has to be with each other in a fun manner and that fun manner comes from okay i did this what can you do to top that oh that was good but i'm gonna go and do this and like that's what everybody has to do to push impact to the forefront and i think that's what we're all doing like you said everybody's hungry and everybody wants to one advance themselves but two advance impact so it's been really great it's great man we say it all the time on the show and our listeners a lot of times mike and if you listen we probably you probably heard us say this all the time there and I'm, this is not me blowing smoke and i know you and and you know i'm not gonna lie to you you literally have not had a bad match in the whole year you've been at impact like there's been no match that i said eh, it, he phoned it in or he called it in it every match is you trying to outdo your last one and i think that's such a testament to your mindset just that's the way you train what you're what, what you're training in lockdown it's it's amazing to see how much you push yourself but where did that come from for you where did that drive start did it started training you're growing up as a kid where did you start that that mentality uh, you know it was probably when i started training um and i think that comes from always wanting to be a wrestler and everybody telling me that i couldn't be you know uh i was too small or i was too obese or i was too this or too that and then finding a training school and not being the trainer's favorite student and always then picking somebody else. And that put a real mm -hmm. chip on my shoulder. And then when I started having matches and people started to appreciate them, I always looked at it as I never know when my last match is going to be, you know, God forbid right. something happens in the ring. God forbid that I have a show and have to drive eight hours after the show to make my next one. And a car accident happens or a tornado or some kind of disease, whatever it is you never know when your last match is going to be. So the one night I call it in and have a, a poor performance might be the last time that I'm ever, ever in a wrestling ring. And I couldn't live with myself if the last performance was subpar. So I, I just, I can't, I can't do that. I can't turn it off. I remember doing a show in, uh, a little mall. I'm sure you guys saw it. It was on a, I think it was one of the Twitch specials and I had a four way. And yeah, yeah I remember that one. Like, oh, man, that that was the one we kept joking about the nitro first episode. Yeah, like, oh, it's back like, at a mall. And they're like, oh, it's a small show. It's this. And right off the bat, I said, it doesn't matter. We're supporting the company. It's going to be seen. We got to just kill it. And everybody right away just right. goes, you're right. Like, we got to kill it. And then we went and had this ridiculous four way in front of not a lot of people in the mall but again that wasn't our fault because we were going through a local promotion to promote it so i'm right. trying to downplay impacts audience but you know what i mean people were going to see it whether it was five people or ten people i want to go out there and have a great performance because like i said you never know what's going to happen so you just got to go out there and have the best matches you can constantly have because god forbid it could be the last time you're in a ring it's true man Jay, I know you got something else you've been wanting to ask. Anything else you want to throw at Mike here? Oh, well, just we to... got the uh, listeners in the chat. There, uh, I put it out there. A couple of questions for Big Mike here. We'll put on screen before he gets out. Jay Bone, you can take over. But okay. Uh, okay. Mike, if you don't mind, the the people, your fans in the chat room, they all would like to ask a couple questions. Can we get a quick Q and A with you? Yeah, of course. Awesome, awesome. All right, cool. We'll tie for I know. Hey, the way you've been training, Mike, I've been watching on. You're inspired me. I think I t I tweeted you. I was like. I live in a condo, and I'm like, I'm watching him train in that awesome-ass man cave you got. I'm like, I live in a one-bedroom condo in the city. I'm like, I'm buying a house. 
<laughs> that it literally inspired me to buy a house. And I'm like, I want to have a man cave with weights and all my shit on the walls and all that, like that cool big ass TV and just go there and just and live. The big impact banner. I like that too. The big banner you've got. I do I, like I, that I, banner, Mike. Sick, man. I got to get that. I got to get one of those banners go. somewhere. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. We had some questions in here. Let's go. Psycho Sid Bones. So like, so would, you, would you like to see the impact team with a Japanese promotion? If you could, Mike, if you, let's say you're in charge of this, which promotion would you want impact to work with? I know they have some relationship with Noah already, right? Yeah, and I think that's a great relationship, and part and parcel yeah. because Noah's been working with other places too. So I think that if they could really strengthen that, I think the downfall is Noah's also trying to improve their business, so it's hard for them to send Japanese talent over as often as we would like them. Because, man, mm -hmm. having Segura, Nakajima, Goshiyazaki, Marafuji over – you know, just those guys alone would be tremendous to have. And then Probably. you had Marafuji team in with Mochizuki from Dragon Gate. Having them over for a couple tag matches would be phenomenal too. But it's just, it's it's hard because they're on the build and the way the time difference is too. Like if they have a show on the Saturday and we have a show on Thursday, it's impossible for somebody to come over here and then leave Friday because they arrive the day of the show. So right, it's often right. scheduling conflicts that have prevented us from getting more talent from noah over but i think the 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 relationship with noah is great and uh hopefully hopefully when things get back to normal we can uh we can get some more of the japanese talent over someday next up we have we, next up we have whoopsie whoopsie wants to know how does elgin keep his jordans fresh when wearing them in the ring i remember him wearing jays during the brian cage beatdown at melrose well to be fair anytime i've ever went to the ring in street shoes other than the Shaq Gnosis's, they have been Jordans. And I have a cleaner that you put on to make sure, like, if anything gets it, it just runs off. So I put that on all my Jordans. Go. and then. Are you a sneakerhead, Mike? I am very much, yeah. We would love to see your I, collection sometime on uh, yeah, social to, media or whatnot. Some pictures of that. They're kind of – I, got a, of I got a story about Jays. I got a story about Jays I want to tell Mike. So, Mike, I'm 38, so when the, when the Jordan 6s came out, the black and red ones in, like, 91 – 92, right? Everybody wanted them. I wanted them. I was like, I'm going to get them. I convinced my dad, drop 100 bucks, go, take me to go get, go get them. We get everywhere was sold out. Everywhere. Last shoe store I get to, all they had left was the Bordeaux, the gray suede Bordeaux. And for a 10-year-old kid to wear suede shoes, you know they weren't going to last more than like two weeks. I, right. dude, I destroyed an original pair of Bordeaux in like two weeks. Rain, water, mud. Worst thing I could have ever done is by myself suede bordeaux at the time but i never got those sixes i never got the jordan sixes no, no that that we got a hook red and, that red and black flu game color is uh that that, that, that colorway is uh yeah it's it's uh it's a hard find even on the shoes to get released now and them telling you man can't find it can't find it what else we got in the chat guys won't tie it for too long mike i know you got a lift all right Bells boy, is there anyone me. either in the promotion or not you'd like to get in the ring with and mix it up with big mike uh, yeah, it, let's start with in the promotion. Um, I'd like to wrestle all the rascals in singles, uh, Chris Bay, Ace Austin, and uh, Jake Diener. You and Jake, I think I, I got to look. I, I, I mean, Jake is incredible. I know Jay is a huge fan of Jake. We're all big fans of Jake, and you and Jake, I think, would be an amazing match. Just I think you can bring out that next level out of Jake. Yeah, I think we would definitely have a fun one. And, you know, there's – there's not too many people outside of the promotion, um, but with the recent 
the recent free agency explosion, um, I think that EC3, Eric Young, and Rusev would be fun matches for me. Mm. Absolutely. Mike, I, I got I don't think you have a bad match with anybody. I mean, what it'd be a silly question, but is there a match you'd ever want to redo? Let's say you had a first time match, you're like, man, I wish I could redo that one. Was there anyone you never you never got a second chance or you maybe would want to? Because I don't I've never seen it a bad match, really. I never see you phoning in, man. I mean, I mean there's definitely never been, doesn't some, work. been some stinkers in 17 years. Um luckily, yeah, you can imagine. they were on uh, they were in Canada when nobody really knew about the scene and <laughs> guys who weren't very skilled, but you know, I've been very fortunate. I've been put in the ring with some great opponents and uh I, I'm at a I'm at a skill set where even if I'm in there with somebody that's limited, I can do my best to to fight through those limitations and still have a match that's passable. So uh, I don't I don't think I want to redo anything, you know. And even if there was something that wasn't ideal, um, you can't live in the past. Those bumps in the roads are just makes you work harder to be better later on. True. Next up here, Mike, D Tokyo Pimp wants to know what was your favorite part about Japanese culture? I currently live in Tokyo. You know, I, I love everything about Japan. Um, if my son had been old enough to make his own choices and he would have agreed, uh, I would have loved to move my family to Japan. Just everything about it. The food, wow. the city is clean. The people are very, very polite. You know, um, it's one of my favorite places in the world, hands down. But if I'm really going to talk about anything, it's definitely the food. Uh Japan is the best awesome. food in the world. Now, for I, I want to ask you a question since we're talking about Japan. You know, us wrestling fans, there's certain things that go on behind the scenes that we see, but we don't quite understand. Let's say somebody in the chat doesn't get it. We'd like to know, Mike, what is the fascination about that Riviera Steakhouse when the wrestlers are in Japan, <laughs> the jacket and everything? Could you explain so, that to us? It comes from the old times um, and really the Road Warriors – um, were the ones that made it super popular. Um, the stakes are, are fun, you know, um, but it's kind of wrestling lure because the walls are filled with classic wrestling pictures. So you kind of go there yeah. to see that. And the Road Warriors used to buy, or I wouldn't say buy, they probably gave them to them, but jugs and jugs of their steak sauce, which is delicious. And I tried to get them to give me some every time I went there, but they wouldn't. But uh, <laughs> I think the allure comes from the old days that, they used to give all the the wrestlers that came over jackets and they kind of promoted it. So you go there and you see Hulk Hogan and the undertaker and the road warriors and all of these, you know, guys who had such a great career in Japan that had the jackets and would go there and eat steak. Um, that's where kind of the allure comes from, you know, Do you it's have something one? that's you always been there, you know, that we never, it was never explained to us fans. Well, I actually do have a jacket. Uh, I got it my first New Japan nice. tour. And uh, it's actually like a on the front, it says Road Warriors Gym, which I thought was pretty cool. So That's cool. That's wow. real cool. Jay, uh, Jay's a steak guy. So, Jay, you got you to gotta get to Ribera one day when you get, next time you get to Japan. Uh, I know Jay Bones potatoes. Really, he's, <laughs> steak and potatoes guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, we have more questions here. Kyle, go ahead and read the questions. Let's off. wrap it up with Hopefully. this one right here, Mike. Wrestling Phantom wants to know, while waiting for your Impact World title match, who do you plan on targeting next? You know, I'm, I don't really plan on targeting anybody, but, uh, you know, Moose has been kind of vocal on Twitter, so 
I might have to slap him around a bit. And he talks a lot too. Like, man, he just talks a lot. For somebody like him to just mouth off is it blows my mind. It really does. Like it's one thing to tweet, but he knows he's going to see me. So why even tweet? Cause you're going to have to deal with me. So maybe Sammy, <laughs> maybe Ken Shamrock. I don't know. It, it could be literally anybody on the roster because I'm just biding time until, you know, the world champion comes back to defend her title so I can beat her. That's going to be interesting, man. It really sets up an interesting dynamic. What we have. I mean, yeah, honestly, and Mike, you know, like I work, I work behind the scenes, but for impact, you know, I, I don't, I just like to watch it and just see what I'm seeing. And I don't want to know anything. What's And the, I just being surprised, just knowing, not knowing what's happening is the best part. And just letting you guys unfold it, letting you guys show us and you put on these amazing matches and these amazing performances and shows like tonight, the two part rebellion was phenomenal. And I get to enjoy it as a fan, just loving what you guys are doing. And I, I'm so intrigued with what you're going to do. I mean, after tonight, it's like, where does everything go? It's a very interesting situation. It's like, it, it really sets up a great next couple of months. Definitely psyched for it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for you personally, for, uh, for the company. I think that you guys have done nothing but stabilize the company really well, shake a lot of stigma off. Every day there's new fans or new and old fans coming back the company i think you got this roster so responsible for doing that and you've been seeing it at the big at the big shows you know like i was at hard to kill and I, I just saw i just saw the, the way that these crowds are coming back and they're reacting and they're just really taking to what you guys are doing man so definitely my uh my praises to all you guys it's not easy what you do and i really really admire it so uh i'll let jay get into the last word before we go jay i know you've been sitting pretty patiently throwing these comments if you got anything you want to run by mike before we go I, i've been doing a lot of talking here uh, with everything going on, I was going to ask you how your family's doing, uh, wife and uh, kiddo. You know, they're doing good. Um, man, they're, you know, it, it sucks that there's a lot of things that we can't do right now with Jax, but uh, it's been good that, you know, he gets me home a little bit more. And obviously, uh, my wife, Mischief, uh, is a great mom and just constantly has been around him and really helped you know, helped him grow. So uh, having us both here is definitely, definitely good, especially for me because I'm, I'm often gone. But they're, they're healthy. Uh, they're good. She gets the workout too because I decided to build that home workout, the home gym. So uh, we're keeping sane and healthy. But thank you very much for asking. Guys, awesome. his good wife, here, Mischief, one of the best women's wrestlers, wrestlers period in the last 15 years. I've personally seen his wife beat the shit out of a very good friend of mine in the ring. Mike knows who I'm talking about. Yeah. She had a very dastardly feud with Danny Daniels. They beat the hell out of each other. And I keep saying, Mike, if you work on it with me, we can get both of these two out of retirement for one last goal. Well, right? We got to do it. I am trying. <laughs> I am pleading for her to come back and wrestle and impact with me. I'm, I'm not I would love stop it. asking. Yeah. Keep doing Look. I think a lot of these people, kids watching, man, they don't know. They don't know what she did at a time when it was very challenging for that for women's rosters to get over. The things she did on the scene, I, I, to this day, I think she paved the way for a lot of the girls. I, I, right I wholeheartedly agree with you. Like, I was a fan of her matches before I had even met her. You know, when I started wrestling, I was watching a lot of tapes, and I would watch Ring of Honor and IWA Mid-South religiously. And... uh 
I always thought she was a, a blowaway performer. So I really hope that I can get her back to wrestling just for a little bit. Keep yeah. trying. Just give it one year. At least give me bit. one year. We'll get you an impact for a year, <laughs> and then we'll be good. I'd love to see her go. and uh, Daisy Hayes come out of retirement. Is Those two, I remember on the Mid-South tapes back in the day, they had like a lot of matches together, and those are the ones that stick out in my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Does, does Daisy live in Japan? Somebody was telling me, Mike, did, she, did you cross paths with her in Japan? Is she working out there? Like what? I, don't, what's I the really deal? don't know. I haven't spoken okay. to, to her in some time, um, so I'm not. I, I'm not somebody told me recently. Somebody told me recently she moved to Japan. I don't know. Maybe you cross paths out there. Someone you no, know, but unfortunately not. Well, these are yeah. These are the guys in the chat. These are some names that you guys don't aren't familiar with. Mischief, Daisy Hayes. Go look up Mischief. I'm telling you, the things you see on TV today, women like Mischief paved that route, that road for these girls, man. It's, it was very innovative stuff when it was very hard to get noticed as a women's wrestler. Uh, very dominated rosters at the time. She was definitely one of the trailblazers, man. Uh, Mike, before you go. Can we get one soundbite from you? Tell the listeners who you are, what 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 they're listening to, what they're watching. Yeah. Uh, hold on, sorry, one second. Okay. Um, what exactly do you want me to say for the soundbite? Just tell us this is Big Mike Elgin, and you're watching Total. Yo, we have those impact. drops at the beginning of the podcast, and we'd love to add you to that right at the beginning. Love to get you. Thank you first. Yeah. We're gonna power bomb me. All right. This is the real Impact Wrestling World Champion, Big Mike Michael Elgin, and you're listening to Total Nonstop Impact. Beautiful. Thank Guys, you so much, Mike. the real world champion, Big Mike Michael I'm Elgin, the legend. Champion. Mike, thank you very much for being on, brother. I hope, I hope to see you again real soon. We had a great time. I saw Mike in Dallas, man. We talked for a little bit. It was great to catch up, dude. You're one of the best. I still, again, I, I drive this point home. I tell everybody I, to this day, I tell you all the time, I said, we talk about how the company I work at, AAW, he changed the company. Him and Silas Young had a match that, that, that made it what it is today, and it's tattooed in my brain, Mike. And see, ever since then, I've been well, a big fan. I very much appreciate I'm, that, seriously. I'm glad to call you a friend, man. It's awesome to, to have you on, and thank you for coming on. Thank you for always no putting us over, supporting us, man. But well, thank you definitely very much. Stay safe. Thank you. Absolutely, brother. Stay safe. Best of the family. We'll talk to you soon, man. Thank you. Take care. Thank you so much, Mike. Take care, man. Thank you. Guys, Michael Elgin, man. What a, what an honor. What an honor, huh? I'm honored to have him on. That was so nice of him. That was so so freaking nice of him to come on uh, and talk about what we just saw. That was really, really cool. It, it's it's so awesome to see that the impact talent coming out here and just how and just wanting to be here for us and um and and discuss their what they feel the company. But what a company guy, huh? Like what a what an awesome dude. Yeah. Like that's the locker room leader right there. That's the kind of guy I want at the at the helm of the locker room to lead these guys uh over to um you know in, in, as they, as they move level to level. All right guys, I'm going to tell Basil to pop in here. He wanted to jump on. He was uh he was at the sh taping so I'm going to tell him Basil. to hop in the room. Boom boom. Oh, he's boom, in here. Pop, dude. Brother there he is. All right. I'm always on time. The man <laughs> with the camera. I was just about to text you. No, you don't. Very nice. Very you nice. told me you told me to be ready by ten. I was ready. At, like J Bone knows, I was ready. Like right when the show started. Oh, he's he's been nice, in man. here patiently waiting. Very patiently. Thank you, Basil, for being so patient. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> Very patient. What's going on, boys? Guys, for the, the not much. We just had a great talk with Elgin. Uh, for those who don't know, guys, Basil is an impact. He's an impact uh, photographer. You probably if you caught glimpses of him tonight. 
He was in the, he was kind of behind the guardrail. He was that way floating camera that you saw <laughs> way in the back. You did a great you did a great job staying out of the way, Basil. I gotta say. Some sometimes you get in the way. Sometimes you've been hit. You've been stumbled upon. You've been kicked. <laughs> you've been chopped. Hey, I Kylie been, chopped I, you once. Kylie, Kylie. So yeah, we'll we'll explain this. Uh, it was at a it was at a Black Label Pro show, and uh, it was Kylie versus Shaz McKenzie. And Kylie, in the middle of the match, I don't know what it was. She was like, "Hold her, Basil." I was like, "Uh, okay." And then she goes to chop, <laughs> she goes to chop Shaza, and then she chops me. <laughs> There's a gif. There's a gif on Twitter, and he collapses like a ton of bricks. Yeah, after that you chop. take a chop from Kylie. I don't want to. Exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, fellas, uh, what did I miss last night? You know, I go away for one show. D- did I miss something? J Bone hit somebody with his car. What, what? happened? J Bone. J Bone. I still think this is a work, but J Bone admitted to a hitting, hitting some, hitting a pedestrian who worked at rallies, checkers rallies, where you went last night, Kyle. Oh, in, in my, uh, my checkers and rallies coma. Yes. Yeah. He uh, he accidentally love tapped. With the with the side of his car, a checkers employee in a in a walkway near a checkers entra- uh, entrance way, and uh, the way he worded it exactly the first at, at first was that he goddamn hit, ran this person over, flattened him like a pancake, and then took off like a bat out of hell. So everybody's like, "Holy shit, Jabo just committed a statue of limitations." I mean, I should be contacting yeah. the authorities. I think he's I think he's full of shit. I think he was he was trying to get over. On his way out on vacation, but uh, he, he just gently tapped somebody going doing like two miles an hour and, and stumbled somebody who was crossing the street. Uh, I think we're gonna we and, have to get our pennies together to get J Bone out of the slammer. It was it was he more like a, make it, back. it was more like a gentle roll off the side of the car. It wasn't like they oh they went twenty feet in the air over my no 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 no, no. I they didn't did kill and he kept going. Eighty six people All right. dead. Jesus, uh, guys, definitely a great night. Rebellion night too. Basil's in the house. Basil, before we jump into like results and just anal- analysis, can you just tell us? Mike talked about it, a little bit of the vibe. I know you were there getting tested. You saw what they were doing procedures. You want to just tell everybody so we get it out there too. Like, well, how impact did take precautions and what the, what the feeling was like, what the mood was like for everybody. Um. So basically, like what Mike said. So. Everybody had to come in individually. Like you weren't able to just come in whenever you wanted. Like if you came in, you got tested. Um, temperatures were taken. Um, if if anybody did have a like any sort of symptoms, they were sent home. Um, fortunately, that didn't happen. Everybody was good. Everybody was healthy. Thankfully. Um, so we didn't have to worry about if any of us were, were, uh, possibly, uh, contaminated with the virus, but, uh, <laughs> J-, J bone getting <laughs> just wrecked in the chair. Mr. Oh, Mr. Peeps looking. Mr. <laughs> um, J bone was in the car with the OG. Somebody said um, that when they ran over Richie, J bone was driving. <laughs> <laughs> it was you, you son of a bitch. You hit Richie. That's why in he's J bone 5150. He's, he's claiming his gang affiliations right now, wearing oh that bandana God. on his head. It, it I, was I, me all along. <laughs> I, I got to give shout out to my boy, Kevin Martin at impact. He provided me with masks every single day. Um, Big Kev's in the there. chat. He's somewhere. That good brother, good brother right there. 
Um, He's a good dude. Kevin Martin puts us over more than I think my own mother does, which is amazing. So I appreciate what Kevin Martin does for us. He's a uh, Kevin Martin. I'm waiting for you to get promoted to senior vice president. And then you can officially sign us to a deal. So, <laughs> so keep working hard. Keep working hard. For Basil. When you're backstage and you're doing night one and night two of Rebellion and the rest of the stuff you taped, how does everybody maintain a social distance? Are we practicing social distancing? Yes. So so everybody came in waves. Um, there was an A block and a B block. So it was, it was kind of crazy because we started taping very early in the day, like, I, my call time, I was there at like 11 in the morning. Um, typically, my call time for Midwest shows is 12. And then usually East Coast shows is 11. Um, because we have we have a certain amount of hours before, when we get there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've seen these comments and I love it. These comments. Um, Take it easy on these comments. Our, our audience is insane. Y'all, y'all, y'all are wild. Y'all, <laughs> quarantine's making you guys feel some way. The rowdier yeah, people are losing their minds. People um, losing their minds. But yeah, pretty I'm much. actually posting your photo right now, Basil. The one about Moose uh, with the TNA title that our, our boy Lino made an epic. TNA, TNA, TNA. About the new heavyweight champion. I'm putting this up right now. Uh, you just while you're talking, know, you don't know how happy I was. I so I see, see so I so I'm walking around Skyway Studios, awesome building. And uh, and I see the TNA title, and I did not see the show, like know what's going on with the show yet. So I'm like super geeked out. I was like, I see an Ace is an Ace jacket. I see the TNA. T- I see all this old TNA gear. I saw some D'Lo Brown bobblehead. It was the sickest thing ever. Um, and I was <laughs> like, oh yeah, it was great. Um, what? There was like old Kurt Angle <laughs> stuff, dude. There's a picture. Of a little bit unrelated, but it's wrestling related. A picture of The Rock in a Tennessee Titans uniform hanging up on the picture of Skyway Studios. And it just like everybody has what? like these long descriptions. And it, the, the other one just says to the right, The Rock. <laughs> like that's it. But the Weird. place is dope. It's The Rock. You don't need much more than that. <laughs> that's it. It was real. Everything was really spread out. So the girls were obviously in a separate locker room than the guys. Um, the guys were not all there at once. The girls were not all there at once. Um, the place, the locker room that they had was actually a whole other studio. So imagine the oh, size okay. of the studio that we had to tape impact. And then the, all of that. And then behind there, we had gorilla position. We had, uh, I was actually taking my promo pictures behind there. Uh, I mean, there was so much space. Everybody was spread out. Even if you were waiting for your match, it's not like you were crammed. It's not like there was this little amount of room. Um, And then the locker room itself, like the makeshift locker room we made, um, everybody was super spread out. And um, everybody was constantly reminded about social distancing rules if anybody was breaking it. Um, And it was pretty much a lot of shouting. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> everybody talking to each other. It was everybody talking to each hey! other. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but bags, uh, bag foods uh, happen for our, instead of catering. Is uh, is a situation cap on the spoilers? I love no spoilers. I love no spoilers. That's unique, right? It's that, the that's the takeaway thing. we've been talking about week in week out. Is that you know zero spoiler? Is the surprise I mean, again. 
And yeah, it's it's great because like I have friends, obviously I've worked at AEW as well, and we're all just like, This is fantastic. Like there's and then it was so great to see like the dirt sheets getting it wrong. Like it was it was yeah. like in the middle of the tapings, like some stupid dirt sheet was like, There's no title matches that's gonna happen at uh at Rebellion, and we're just sitting there laughing, laughing. See? It just shows you how full of shit they are, you know. It just uh, it's just right it, there. It was it was great, but it was it was really cool. It was a good. It was it was weird the first day. We were there for three days. It was really weird the first day trying to get in the rhythm of everything, but everybody kind of got in their in their in the swing of things by then. Um, it was fun. It was part of history. I was glad to be a part of it. Um, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Um, literally Josh Matthews calls me and he's like, Hey, you want to work literally without even before he can finish his sentence. I was like, I'm, I'm in, I'm down. While you were stirring around the bowl of ramen noodles, like, yeah, I think I can work. I think I could go to work. Um, and, <laughs> say, he was on the phone with me. I think when you got that text. That and if it's weird that I'm drinking coffee at 10 30 at night, it's because I just broke my fast for Ramadan. You're just, you're just you weird. Bang. You're, is that the rainbow? Is that the unicorn one? This is unicorn flavor. Good call, Basil. This is uh I have my rainbow unicorn. My amino, I have my amino energy in mine. Uh J Bone has got his, his CBD lollipops, and we're good. All right, okay. guys, let's kick off the review. We get we got we got a long we got there's not too many matches. Luckily, we most of the first hour was talking with Mike and everything. So again, big thanks to uh big Mike and Kyle. You're gonna rip that uh that drop so we can get the mic added at the beginning. I promised him there. he would be first and foremost. He's the, he is the champion. All right, guys, we kicked off the show. It was Josh Matthews and Madison Rain on commentary, who, by the way, gentlemen, uh, what an amazing commentary team this has turned into. I love their chemistry. They're getting a lot of praise. What do you guys in the chat think about these two? I really like it. I wouldn't mind. if Madison's still active, though, but I wouldn't mind these two being a regular commentary team, and we're going to get it for a bit now, it seems like. Well, like, I what do you guys would think, imagine a married couple would have great chemistry, and they certainly do. And, and I, I think Madison's doing such a great job. When Don does come back, I'd like to see Madison stay at the table. Get Josh, Don, and Madison. I think it's. I that'd think it's definitely. Uh, <clears throat> that'd be very interesting. Good dynamic. Good dynamic. Jay, do you have that kind of chemistry? Uh, calling a wrestling match with Mrs. J Bone. Do you guys sit on the couch when you're watching Impact and commentate the show? As good as Josh and Madison, I want to know the truth. Tell me right now. Uh, I get a lot of death <laughs> stares. You know, if, if there's if there's someone that she don't like, she <laughs> like who does who, who, who does she not like? I want to know one member of the roster. Mrs. J Bone doesn't like. This is what uh, I want to she's really not know. she's not too up. I'm I'm trying to get her more familiar with Impact Wrestling. Usually it's just me, and usually she kind of dozes off part way through because of her long days and whatever, you know. So I'm trying uh, to get her more familiar with it. So she doesn't have a, a strong, I wouldn't say a strong opinion on anybody on the roster yet. We're working on it, folks. We're my my goal is by the end of the year. She's gonna be wearing, uh, you know, Jordan Grace merch from here to Timbuktu. You know, it's you know. It's, <laughs> uh, but great Psycho Skin Bones, I don't want to hear that. We gave you a Michael Elgin interview. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, hey, listen, I don't know what he's. I don't know why anybody would complain. We gave you Elgin for a half hour, man. So that was great. We got his whole career retrospective in there. So that was pretty good. But hey, I take, you guys don't I take like pride. That. I take pride in being anything. But typical. 
And hey, so for the record, I still haven't seen thing. Mrs. J Bone. I'm still convinced that that skeleton is Mrs. J Bone. No, yeah, she's, she's never made an on the show. She's she's <laughs> watching this in the other room. I swear to God, she popped. She's like, "Oh my God, my husband's on a big screen TV." No, I'm full of shit. She didn't see it. Beautiful guys. Four way battle. Open up the show. Suicide. Trey Miguel, Chris Bay, Rohit Raju, X Division Showcase. Um, like, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Was this for a number one contendership? Because they, I could have sworn they said it before, but they didn't reiterate that now. So I want to know: Was this for a contendership? Basil, you were there. Was this for the contendership, or was it just a four way? Uh, it was a. Hold on, I watched a lot of wrestling. Um, I could have sworn. Was just, I, it, it, it could have been. Um, Got some highlights here, guys. This was this fun. This was great. So this, this was so this was hilarious, and I was, and the the the, the issue was, was a riot. the The issue was I was like, oh, cool, I'm behind here. I can I can I can I can steal like a smirk or whatever, and but I was like, I'm the only one in this room. So I have to be quiet. I want. I was just like right there, right there. I just wanted. To, I was just busting out laughing to myself. It was a great match. A lot of good. I mean, this was. I gotta say, the new suicide outfit is fantastic. It looks kind of darker, like shadier. Looks really cool. Um, I was so hyped. Like anything with the old, like Trent knows anything with the old TNA stuff. I really, yeah. really mark out for just because that's 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 the show I grew up on, and. Uh, it was like he was actually the first person. Um, I don't know what happened. I, I told all the wrestlers, hey, we need to take promo picks. And then out of nowhere, he just shows up on my promo area and then is gone. Doesn't say a word to me. Like, and then just leaves. <laughs> just leaves. I don't even know how he left. This I was a great he... match, guys. Uh, he just disappeared. Smoke bomb and disappeared, Basil. Uh, <laughs> He, uh, <laughs> I had, I had Rohit in this match. I really thought this was Rohit's breakout. I thought this was a perfect opportunity for him to take. Chris Bay took the win on this one. He is, uh, he is the newest member of the Impact X Division roster, but I really thought this was Rohit's time. He's looking extra jacked. Mohawk's gone, but also no trade, no slouch either. Trey's been trying to get back into the X Division title hunt. Honestly, this could have gone any which way. You got a returning suicide. I had no idea which way this would go. But it was very, very interesting. I uh, I did like it. Now, I want to get his opinion. Chris Bay. Are we Chris Bay fans? J-Bone, let's just go top to bottom here. Are you in Are you in on Chris Bay, or do you feel like he's going to – there's a lot – there's too much too soon coming up with this guy? I'm very excited to see um, – I mean, he just, he just, he just won a four-way. I mean, it's, 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 it's not really not for me to say. I think obviously, he, he showed he's got what it takes. Um, but now whether he can go one-on-one and defeat a guy like Willie Mack is another story. Um, but I've seen this guy get better and better and he's held championships all over the West coast. Um, man, uh, if he is considered the next contender for Willie Mack, Man, you're you're ready. Get ready for a match that's gonna steal the absolute show, man. Just I know you said that you said during the match when we were co-streaming it. You said it's if this if it's him and Willie, this is gonna be very interesting. If it's that that dynamic's gonna be very, very interesting. So there you guys, you guys yeah. see the win right there. Very cool, man. Kyle, you're Chris Big Guy. You and me, you and I had Rohit. We're we're Rohit Marks. 
We had Rohit. You know, Basil, Kyle, ever since meeting me, he learned how to pronounce the word desi properly. He goes for shawarma and tandoori chicken. There's a whole South South Asian population in Jamaica, Queens. He's always there. They, he has he has a cha-cha. He has his own cha-cha that he called his uncle, his uncle Brown guy, part of the family. We basically adopted him on our side. So uh, he's he can't wait for his next uh, South Asian meal once locked down. But Kyle, all of that is true, Trent. All of that is true, but you're you're drawing blanks here. You're having a little amnesia on the prediction show. What am I I wrong on? He picked picked me. I I picked Rohit. In the coach. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I go backwards? I kept saying the ultimate finesser over and over and over. Chris Bay, Chris Bay. I was the one. Nobody believed me, and I was right. Again. My bad. My bad. All right. Well, he had him. Jay, we were wrong. Basil, uh, I'm going to ask you from a different perspective. Where do you see all these guys going now? From based on what you know, I know, and let's not, I know you were no, there no, for, no, no. for tapings. I'm, you and, know and, I'm but just talking, pers- yeah, no, I'm talking in perspective of of career, agility, what, what they can do. All four I, of these are strong characters. I like, I like that Trey is, has been defining himself away, not away from the rascals. He's still a rascal, obviously. But I like that he's a solid singles competitor. He can go. He um, he's really good. Um, Bay, there's so there's so much hype and untapped potential with Bay. He's he's only been around on the Indies for like three four years, guys. Like he's not he's not an old dude. And like suicide, that's that's just a random bag of tricks right there. Like who knows what yeah, we're gonna get with suicide and. Trent, you you know our relationship with 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 Rohit. Like, I have driven yes. hundreds of like I've driven thousands of miles with this dude. Because when uh, we go, we I work at uh, an independent promotion called Glory Pro down in St. Louis, and uh, Rohit will sometimes ride. He'll he'll drive from Michigan, meet me up, and then we go down together because I don't mind driving. Trent knows this. When when we do the road trips, I'm the driver. And I have no issue with it. I love driving. I get us there fast. I don't bullshit. I, I don't like I rarely make stops. Like when I did this Nashville trip, the the way down, I did one stop in seven hours, and that was because I needed gas. Well, the kid does so, good. He's a grave. You wanna, you wanna want to just relax. Look out the window, Kyle. This is the guy to road trip with. But uh but no, these guys know, look when we're in Chicago, he's gonna pick me up. Basil's gonna pick me up from the airport. Not He'll pick you up. No, I won't. Oh. You're on your home. I have to act, I have, how do I activate Uber on this thing? Oh, hey. <laughs> how, wait, how, do I, how, how do I turn on Uber? I want to see Bay or um, Rohit get some kind of breakout. If he's if he's truly breaking out of the hit squad, this has to be the moment that starts it off. So let's. And Malcolm is asking in the chat right here. Thanks, Jay. He's saying, "What's going on with the Daisy Hit Squad?" I'm still hoping they win the tag team championships, guys. At this point, I think that that dream is over. I think you have to rebrand the Daisy Hit Squad, and Rohit's got to be on his way out. He's got to be. I, a, he's got to establish himself. They're way too inconsistent. They can't. They because, can't yeah. on the same page. They bring in. Uh, they bring in this dude. They bring in that dude. This guy gets. This guy gets kicked out. This guy. Like, there's no consistency. When you look at tag teams, look at the North. Consistency. They were always on the same page. You look at past tag teams. L- both versions of LAX, Santana and, or, uh, Santana and Ortiz, uh, Homicide Hernandez, like uh, 
beer money. Uh, America's most Hernandai. wanted. They were Hernandai. <laughs> Hernandai. <laughs> Hernandai. Uh, but but the thing is, they were consistent. Like yes, they, they didn't have distractions. They were focused on that goal. They they didn't. They weren't worrying about the deaners in the bar. You know what I mean? Like they just wanted gold. That's all they cared about. Absolutely. And and I think they, they just couldn't get out at the second gear, man, unfortunately. So I hope this breaks out row heat. Um, Jay, there's an amazing comment by, uh, you got a display. I just want to display because it it's hilarious. I think it was by, by Bill and impact Jack. I look for that. Something about the nurse. You can find, I just want to, I just want to read this one. That's <laughs> really good. If you find that while I set up the next one, um, I saw it in there about something about amazing derrieres. <laughs> it, was, it was in there somewhere, but uh, he's. I think Lakata said something about like uh, she have the nurse on commentary to talk only strictly about amazing derrieres, which she has a, a remarkable derriere. She's a big fan of Kira Hogan's derriere. She's a nurse really like has a remarkable uh, derriere. We got the Josh Matthews and Madison uh, recapping night one. Night one, obviously, very historic at this point. Night one. Um, she mentioned, Madison mentions we're going to talk to Tessa Blanchard via FaceTime and get her comments about the situation. Tessa's on with Josh talking about not being able to defend. She's stuck in Mexico. Eddie's in Boston and basically saying that what we just know what Elgin's talking about. He's not going to, he's not the champion and she has to, he has to beat her in order to become champion. So she's very confident. What I liked, what they let you know early in the show, guys, is that she was sitting there and the impact title was sitting behind her. So right there, I knew I was like, okay, something's gonna happen because the belt's not in house. She's got the belt. So we had at that point, guys. I was like, what's gonna happen here? We don't know what's happening. So I'm, uh, I'm intrigued. I'm like hooked right here, Jay. You know, you were, you caught that part too. We were co-streaming. Like at that moment, we were like, okay, something weird's gonna happen because of this. We just don't know what. Oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna switch gears for a second. Yeah. I saw something in the chat which made me uh, distracted, so I have to uh, share this. Good. Sure. So this comes from our uh, tag team champions up north. Da North. Da North. This is uh, Ethan Page. He says, next week we prove we are TNA, the North, the Northern Ass north. Kickers. Longest grand <laughs> tag team. <laughs> Title reigned in the company's entire history, including total non-stop action wrestling. Yes, are there you go? Our race also total non-stop continues. Next week's title defense. There you go, folks. We are getting a title defense out of the North next. Can I just week. say? Can, can I just say, leave that? Leave that up, Jay. Oh. What a what a what a great tweet! Like he's like that. What a proper tweet that was! It's such a good marketed tweet. Uh, he's a million. A lot bucks. of TNA going on here. Yeah, a lot yeah. Of I, got, TNA I gotta talk. make a comment about that, Trent. You know, we see Moose at the end of the show tonight holding the <laughs> World Heavyweight Championship high, and then we have the North over here tweeting about TNA. All these TNA references. Are we going to see the tag team championships come back? I mean the. World Tag Team Championships come back, and then maybe build a TNA Impact show. You could do that. You could. That'd be very interesting. I don't know. I it's gonna be very interesting to see where that goes. Um, lot of, but you know, I think it's a good way to play off right now. That's the belt that's floating around. 
We got the North stuck in Canada. They're going to do something. So we already, I'm already intrigued by that. Jay, good call. I'm pulling that. I'm, already, I'm really intrigued where that's going. So let's keep going on the show here, guys. Video recap is showing uh, the history between Joey Ryan and Cousin Jake. Uh, the whole thing with the Deaners and cancel culture. So a little history. And this match was kind of a wild card. It was announced late. Very random. It was also Explosions match this week that was taped in Atlanta. So these two have met before. But I got to say off the bat, and Jay brought this up too, and Jay, you can attest to this. I have never been a big Joey Ryan fan, but this was probably his best wrestled match I've ever seen. I did not expect Joey to wrestle and go toe-to-toe with Jake like the way he did. And then Jake always looks like a star. I mean, that's a future world champion. No question about it. But, man, I think they looked uh, – Joey looked fantastic here. I think he did a great job against Jake, as did Jake. But Joey gets the win on this. Joey sneaks a cheat win. Damn. He cheats to win. What the I, hell? Kyle, you're I, a scumbag. He cheated like you. <laughs> I, I <laughs> that sort me... of thing. Yeah, I know. You look up to that kind of stuff. Uh, Jay, you were going to say something? Uh, oh, there. Uh, Joseph P. Ryan's ass was taking up the whole screen there. That's a, there's a remarkable green derriere. In my ass. There we go. The- um. <laughs> you know, and uh, the as is a remarkable derriere. There we go. There it is. Um, God, I'm gonna miss that while I'm gone. Um, <laughs> love these bites. The power of the penis, except for when it cuts me off. Um, I have seen <laughs> that penis. <laughs> All right, let him get his word out there, Cal. He's trying to make a point here. <laughs> give, give him a second. This old fart's gonna lose his damn thought. Um, so. Yeah, and uh, minus the cheat at the end, man, I, I gotta say, I, I think he out wrestled Jake. I, you know, it's funny. He might out wrestled Jake. Looked powerful, but I've I've never seen Joey go this this intense on his matches before. That Basil, you were there ringside. I mean, yes, you've sir. never. I don't think we were seeing Joey. It's kind of crazy to see Joey wrestle like this, right? Like him, see him do do holds and reversals and takedowns. He doesn't normally do that. I have been telling you for a long time, and you can attest to this. I said, Joey can wrestle, but why does he need to if he's if he had the penis? If he's got the power of the penis. Hey, all, <laughs> I'm, saying, the penis. all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, <laughs> flipping someone with your dick is a lot less hurtful than taking that dive from from Jake. I have that, seen look, that there's, there's, there's that dive we just there's saw. That the was dive. unfreaking believable, man. I love how Josh calls it a 777 flying at you. I mean, it looks and that too, man. Holy shit, Jake looks like he hurts you, like he just truly you're in pain. He's but, a uh, big but crazy. guy. That's a big dude. That's 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 a huge guy. But uh, no, I mean Joey gets the win here. It's. We're gonna be. We're gonna see this. This can't be done, right? This can't be over with. I got. I figure this cancel culture, a Diener feud's been going on. Like this has to continue at some point. There's the win for Joey. He gets that one right there. But um, I'm. I, I was impressed by Joey here. I gotta say, I was. I did not see it coming, but he impressed me uh, over here. But guys, next one we go right to the bar. Rosemary looking, looking goth, goth hot on the show. Like she looked great. J Bone was excited. Jay Bone got very excited. He was very uh, – he said, he said, I need a minute. He went and got some water, patted his head. Uh, it was very exciting. Rosemary, new makeup, new hair. She looked, she looked phenomenal. But she was pissed that Taya Valkyrie was not in the house. 
and she FaceTimes Ty Valkyrie, and she says she's got a lot going on in her personal life. She's got some hair and fashion problems. Ty was appalled. She's wearing sweatpants. I can't believe wearing sweatpants because she's not supposed to wear sweatpants. A little of that. Valkyrie thinks Rosemary's match with Havoc is a dream come true uh, for her. And she's Rosemary, however, says, eh, she's been there, done that, nothing special. She wants her best friend. Valkyrie promises Rosemary if she wins tonight, she'll take her to Las Vegas to celebrate. There's a lot, a lot of a lot of available men. Maybe Kyle will be there at that time and shoot his shot. I mean, Taya doesn't already doesn't like you, Kyle, but you may have you may be able to just shoot your shot one more time and maybe get turned down again in Vegas. That'd be interesting, huh? Wait, wait, you're talking about Taya? Yeah, I was the time because I mean, she already shot you down. She she already snuck. she might actually pile drive you this time. She'll kick my ass, man. <laughs> she, almost, she almost did in New York. I feel like we I'm have on it on Taya. I feel like I'm on Taya's good side, and she still snaps at me. There you go, Kyle. I, I don't think you're doing too bad. I she mean, just you, she just she yells does. at a bunch. She yells a bunch of stuff in Spanish and tells me to take her pictures. So I don't know. Yeah, there you go, Kyle. So, like, she doesn't take the pictures. That's correct. She already doesn't <laughs> like you, but she does, she actually likes him, but she still yells at him. So I think you're doing okay. We mm-hmm. actually, guys, if you haven't seen it, we have Kyle's confrontation, the showdown with Taya uh, on tape. I mean, if you, for those who don't know in the chat, there was weeks a year ago where Taya was voted scumbag of the week by our resident scumbag here, who was, uh, you know, who, if anybody, Kyle, who has the power to vote a scumbag. It's our scumbag. And three weeks in a row for doing her dastardly ways. But then she, here's the funny part. I saw her in Milwaukee and she, I introduced myself and she's like, wait a minute. You're the one from that fucking podcast. She goes, and I'm like, oh shit. And she's like, scumbag of the week, huh? Well, tell oh, Kyle. I don't forget. She didn't forget. She sent Kyle a message and they had their showdown at the Melrose Ballroom. Anyway, Kyle. Are now you still scarred from that show? What's that? Now I bow down. You bow down in respect. respect. <laughs> the tail between my legs. You sure did, guys. You sure did. Uh, after the break, Havoc and Rosemary both tell a, a haunting tale about their feud, you know, and then the match is coming up after that. But Havoc is talking. This is rare. Havoc talking. Basil, you and I know. She can cut good promos, but she's been pretty relatively quiet uh, on Impact this whole time. She can talk. Jess can go on the she, microphone. She doesn't need. She doesn't have James talking for her anymore. She doesn't. Um, so I think this is a good start for her to start breaking out a little bit. Because I remember her saying one night, "Was I want to do more talking? I want to get more mic time." Because I, I know she, and we all know she can. She can definitely cut a promo. Uh, Hakeem Ford and Kyle saying we should bring back the scumbag of the week, guys. Vote on, on right way. now in the chat. I vote yes. On the way. See, it has to be part of this show, though, because I keep saying I'll do it myself. And Trent, you know, if you're not here pushing me, it's not going to happen. I'll never get around to it. So we got to bring it back as a segment here on this show. All right. Well, we'll see who's going to. We had to get rid of it for a while. Let it get fresh, Trent. You can't beat things to death. The bits get after they get new again. After Taya confronted you and you has had your showdown, we had to put it to rest for a little bit because there was nowhere else to go from there. When you actually meet, come face to face with your uh, the person you've been bashing, you know uh, that's that that's humbling, right? Kyle's humble, guys. Tell between his legs, Melrose Ballroom, the whole ballroom saw it. it well, great. the whole bit uh, got us interaction with her, so <laughs> we were doing something right. We'll bring back Scumbag of the Week. 
Mark Mark Cuby, bring it back. Yeah, I haven't seen this guy in the chat in a long time. There's a lot of some some new people in the chat, guys. Welcome again. If you're just joining us, if you missed Michael Elgin, he was at the top of the show. Go back, take a look. We're breaking down Rebellion Night Two over mm. here. Uh, we did Night One. What do we got here? Hashtag. Oh shoot! What do we got there, Jay? Go ahead. Tell what, what, what do we have pulling up? What are the comments looking like here? This right here. Let's talk about it. Okay, here we go. We're talking about it right now. We'll leave that comment up. We can we can topically talk about it. Monsters Ball. We have uh, Rosemary and Havoc going at this. I'm sorry, Full Metal Mayhem, not Monsters Ball. Full Metal Mayhem. I love the staples to the head uh, to the hand. That I popped on that one. Huge pop. Back and forth, these two have a good chemistry. This one built. I like how this one built up. Jay, I know you're a storyteller guy. This one built up and built up and built up and to a lot of the cool spots. I know you like that. Let's talk about – get your opinions, guys, before we talk about Nevaeh real quick. I'll go ahead and while we're playing it on the screen. Jay, what did you think of this one? Oh, it was, it was a great it – was, it, was, it was a slow build. Uh, first of all, they both look great, and Rosemary especially – Rosemary with this new like twisted goth with the chains and her new makeup and um wow new outfit just yeah, yeah man I mean she came decked out like just I mean I'm, I'm looking at this and just she looks like a million bucks and that's not a takeaway from Jessica Jessica always is an ass kicker but man Rosemary was ready and that was one of the things I was seriously concerned about here is is rosemary ready for this she's been very doubtful and very conversational with herself and other people in the last you know several months um but man they both brought it here look at that. chains everything she she like a perfect heel tried to weasel her way out of it that cracked me up i loved it um which is something i did not expect i mean she really acted like the heel here which was really Bizarre, because usually, you know, people are popping for her. She's more of the baby face, in a sense, rescuing someone. It was quite the opposite here. So the whole storytelling thing in here was all just bizarre. Uh, but it was beautiful at the same time. Look, ru running her into the corner with the chair around her, this got brutal. It was beautiful. Man. Yeah. And then and the yeah. staples all over, uh, what, Rosemary put them on her back or Jessica put them on. Rosemary's back or whatever it was. Somebody took a ton of staples to the back. It was it was incredible. Here, here we go. It was not, Here's it was, the debut of Nevaeh. Now, she she did not run in here. Mm -hmm. She just watched. She just came out and looked on and just we kind just, of threw everybody we got, off. We just got taken down, guys. We just got taken down. We're done. Taken down where? YouTube. I'm looking at it right now. Stream unavailable. Stream suspended for policy violations. We're done. For what? For pulling up the YouTube? The YouTube. Kevin, oh, man. I talked to Kevin about it, and he said it should be good. Yeah. I'll, message, I'll message Kevin right now. I think we're still on, though. I'm pretty sure we're still we're on. on a, maybe oh, maybe we lost one stream, but I think we're on across the uh let me rest. check on. Let me check I mean, on I just ran it past him, and he said that sounds like a good idea if you Facebook show the YouTube. Up. Stream unavailable. Uh, stream suspended. Damn it! Well, yeah. let's keep going here. Let's keep going. We'll we'll maybe re-upload. Maybe we can edit or something. We'll figure let's that figure out. Figure it out. Hey, J Bone, you were right. Uh, I was wrong. Well, sorry guys. If you guys are watching, um, somebody get on the Twitter. Let people know we're gonna we're on. We can still watch it on Twitter or something. We're still going there. But uh, damn! Know. All right. 
know if that was. I just message. I just message Kevin. Well, I just ran it by him. Yeah. Do you think we would be able to get away with it? And he was like, "Yeah, it sounds like a good idea." If you show the YouTube uh, layout, which I continue to do, but hey, this is a work in progress. We figured it out. We cannot show their clips, even though we're using their Damn. YouTube. Yeah, that uh, that's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah Bill's telling everybody go to Twitch or Periscope. <laughs> Somebody get in the chat and let them know, YouTube guys. A, uh, I see you took us down. Yeah, I see you took us down, but. Uh, Give us a minute. Let everybody catch back up here, guys. Let them, let them get back in here. Damn, that sucks. Uh, we were showing it just as highlights. I didn't think that'd be a problem. Uh, but, apparently, uh, it's a YouTube problem, not anything directly with Impact. It's just how it goes. YouTube no, it's like it you... Yeah, Impact wouldn't do it. Kevin's yeah. saying here. So, damn. Oh, apparently, that sucks. We're well, back, listen, guys. apparently, we're back on. I'm hearing. We're back. Are we back on? All right, we're back on YouTube. All right, we're back. Back at it? Okay. Are we back on? Shit, yeah. somebody check. Basil, check it out. And this I is why we quadcast. Just like Will said, this is why we quadcast. Things we we're happen. back on. We're back on. Give me one second. I'll double check right now. We're back on. Holy crap. Guys, sorry about we're that. Good. We're good. Uh, we're good. Explain. We're good. Let's explain to everybody what just happened, Trent. Wrap it all okay. up. Let me wrap it up here. We were showing the clips. YouTube strike violation that took us down, guys. We, I guess we can't do that. Uh, typical scumbag move. I mean, what do we expect? No, scumbag had a great idea. <laughs> the good thing, no, but the good thing about being back up so fast, um, somebody from Impact must have, they must have sent it to Impact. Impact was like, no, this is good. So you guys don't probably have a strike. Well, I'm not going to pull any footage back up. We'll, we'll look more into Play it and do it next time. But just hear us out. What <laughs> we are trying to do is pull up the Impact Wrestling YouTube page and pull up their clips and really promote their YouTube channel and use their YouTube channel as a tool to show what we're talking about while we talk about it. It was an experiment. An experiment failed. Guys, I got an idea. Hey, why don't you guys just hire us and put us on a contract and we'll do it on the official YouTube channel so we don't have to worry about that kind of stuff anymore. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> I've been huh? seeing a lot on Twitter. Doing that? The, the listeners are tagging Impact. They're tagging Impact officials, and they're oh, telling them they're in demand. They guys, want us on the Twitch channel. We're just, tr we're just trying on to the promote YouTube the channel. YouTube channel. That's all. Maybe we maybe we can just become official and not have to worry about that stuff anymore. Maybe that's what we'll do. Anyway, let's get out with the review. We're back, baby. Don't call to come back. J-Bone. J-Bone, you guys freaked out. See, J-Bone was so – Cal, did you see that in his face? There was that J-Bone almost face. cried, dude. I saw it. Not cried. I saw the reflection. Was, I saw it. I saw it. He, he cried. About the fucking, he was about to fucking deck you in the mouth uh, virtually uh, from Wisconsin to New York. Put him up, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send uh, you off you into your retirement in a body bag. Let's go. I'm Junior. glad we're back. I'm glad we're okay. We were talking about Nevea. Let's talk about. Let's you see, see what I did to the last guy. No, <laughs> that's true. Back to Nevea. Alicia was waiting for us to talk about Nevea. We're gonna talk about Nevea. Nevea, Chris. She is a. This is this is a legend in <sighs> women's wrestling for the last maybe 12, 15 years. Nevaeh and Madison Rain were former tag team champions in Shimmer Basil, Chicago-based promotion. They were. They were. No, they're still. They're they, still technically the Rise. They are the Rise uh, tag team champions uh, currently. Are they really? They are. Okay. And uh, yeah, current champion. Yeah, yeah. Hyen is. Uh, well, she's the interim champion because uh, who got injured? Um, crap. I forgot, and I'm gonna feel like shit right. because I forgot. No problem. And then uh, I like yeah, how Madison. I like, <laughs> I like how Madison. Uh, 
knew right away. She goes, that's Nevaeh. And Josh's like, who's that? And I love Scott Demore calling out Josh on Twitter. Jay, did you see this? He's like, maybe you should do your research, Josh. Or, you know, Madison obviously was ready for who that was. How do you not know who that was? And I thought it was nice. It was they were tag team champion. I just checked the YouTube channel. I wanted to see go back into the studio and see if there's any notifications. I don't see any. So whatever happened, I'm just going to throw it out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it's shout out to the people that weren't watching on YouTube, the people that are on uh, Twitch. The yeah, go to Twitch on... right now, guys. If you're There's on YouTube, on. go on to Twitch. Twitch is free. I never missed anything. If, you, if, you're, if, hey, you I got, if you're on YouTube, go to Twitch. Twitch is free. Support the crew. No. I see you took us down, guys. Um, Don't you see what happened? Don't you understand? We got taken down by ICU. Son of a I, bitch. I don't think it was but ICU because uh, Shamrock took out ICU. For now. Nevaeh uh, is sleeping. there. She just looked on. <laughs> she just she just looked on, guys. Now, what what does this mean? I want to talk to – let's talk to Kyle first on this one since you were – we got to settle you back down, kid. You were, you're, out of, you're out of control here. Settle you back down. Bring you back to the center of the conversation. What does this mean about Nevaeh? Who is she eyeballing? She's got a history with Jess. She doesn't. I don't know about her history, Rosemary, but she's definitely a player, and we got this player at Impact now. What do you think? Yeah, I like how she came in. She's like the strong and silent type. You know, this is the second time that I'm going to mention the debut episode of Nitro. She did the Luger. She showed up. She did around. a good, good like example. Oh, I like that. But no action. Didn't lay a hand on anybody. Just pulled a Luger. Showed up. I'm here. And it actually is really cool because people have been clamoring like for that. her to come into the company for the past, like, three years. Look at our comments, our shows. People are always name dropping her, and now she's here. I've said I it. Like I don't know that. how many times she's been in a tag team with Havoc over on uh, Wild Women of Wrestling, which is also on Access TV. I don't know about the status of Wild right now. I heard from another little birdie that it's done, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's confirmed. I have not heard. So, but nonetheless, no. super ecstatic for the Vea coming in. I've been saying it for a while now. Because I yes. see the chemistry and I, I see how much uh, uh, ass kicking she does around the industry, and um, man, it's, it's it's time to you know this. Like we're in a very uh, different time right now, so you might as well shake things up, bring in some fresh blood, and um, hey, it's happening. We got a new knockout. We don't know what uh, what what front she's going to defend. You know, hey, and maybe she's there for herself maybe she's not there for havoc maybe she's not there for rosemary maybe she's just coming in to create a little pardon upon havoc of her own could be uh we need a we need a we need a punch in the arm to ove is she a part of ov who knows man this could be the reboot a lot of possibilities and the van's a solid wrestler i mean that's we've seen her a lot uh, over here she's solid man like I'm she a, can go. i'm a big fan of nevaeh man like I was super like when I saw her, I I was so happy because she if there's there's one of those people that like deserve it, it's Nevea. She just deserves it. We uh we watched I don't know if you did you did you know when we went to homecoming last year, she was there. She was up yeah. in the rafters with yeah, Jess, yeah. actually. You yeah. know, and I saw her. I said, Oh shit, that's Nevea. So uh definitely a great addition, guys. Well, Alicia thinking she is the wife of jake christ yes 
And Alicia saying that. I always that, get that, uh, that screwed up. Kim, <laughs> yeah. So Alicia thinks Kimberly's next. Dude, who knows? At this point, it's open door. Scott DeMore has been very public about saying there's an open door policy. Anybody's welcome to come try. So Kimberly. Even you, Jay Bone. Very, even you. Yeah, but maybe while you're on vacation, why don't you go try your hand at this? I'd, uh, I'd, uh, look, you know, it'd be, uh, <laughs> it'd be, it'd be rough enough getting in a ring with someone like, we'll just, you know, use our, our last guest here, Elgin, you know, who would probably, you know, forearm me with one forearm and I would, um, my head would be spinning around like lunch. Manny Bones over here. And, uh, he but, you for lunch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I would, you know, they would, you know, slap me into the ring with some of the knockouts and they'd eat me for dessert. That would not pretty. <laughs> uh, very not quite, listen, Let's see what happens. People have been waiting for her, man. She's uh, she's been one of those names where it's like, when is she going to show up somewhere? And that's great. Good to have her uh, as part of it. So um, this was interesting. Rosemary gets the win on this one, guys. Lead pipe hits havoc. Uh, and then comes out victorious in this one. So Rosemary wins. She had a great look. I think she, this is a great reboot for Rosemary in a way too. Uh, but I think Havoc, have no fear. Havoc is about to get a shot in the arm with this Nevea thing. Really excited to see where this goes. Uh, we go back. Gia Miller, new backstage interviewer, is interviewing the X-Vision champion, Willie Mack. This is probably one of my highlights of the show, guys. Let me talk about this and I'll kick it to you, Basil. Uh, Willie Mack is there with his best pal, Rich Swan, And he talked about it's an honor to be exhibition champion. He says, growing up, he's like, I used to save my money, my allowance every week, and save up to buy the $10 TNA pay-per-views and watch the exhibition. Yeah, he's watched the exhibition guys like Chris Daniels, Chris Sabin, AJ Styles. I think I wrote down some of the names he, he said here, but um, I thought it was so cool that he, uh, who did he say here? I said, yeah, he, he mentioned a couple different idols, but like, and you know what I love about it? you know that it's so from the heart. Like he literally did grow up watching TNA and for him to win that title <laughs> oh, yeah. in the same town. Trent, the same I was town, thinking I think we take a little bit of Willie Mack's uh, interview here and put it at the top of the NWA TNA uh, intro because, you know, he talks about growing up watching those old shows. I like that. I like that. Hey, Cause I love that. I think it's, it's, the, the, the roster you have now are guys who grew up watching this company. They're in their early 30s. They're seeing they, – they grew up watching this. And it, I think you can legit – Basil, you were there. Like he was legit – like he loved the fact that he won that belt in that town. And like right? Like you talked about this. He was very proud to be the X Division champion. He – because that belt doesn't have any sort of limits. We've seen women compete for that championship. Um We've seen men of all sizes, Brian Cage, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles, Chris Saban. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, Kurt Angle was even, I think Kurt Angle, and he won all the titles. Yeah, he was. X I mean, that's a strong lineage. And the X Division is more than just being the champion. It's the matches, the moments, Ultimate X, um, just like all the different, I mean, the lockdown. What was that? That. The red cage thing, we don't talk about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that um, one was uh, all of that, was just the strawberry of doom. <laughs> I remember, I remember, uh, it was bound for glory 2000. What was it, 2008 that we had it in Chicago? 2008, and they had that, yeah, they had that stupid red cage, and it was so dumb. 
That cage was not a friend of uh, Homicide when they did it on Impact Live. Kyle, you remember this one? Classic. The one where Homicide, where he just could not figure out the way to climb it, and he yeah. just got stuck. It's a tough one. <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> tough that, one. Was, that was when Jeff Hardy came back. Yes. But you could. there was like a moment that like the match went long because Homicide legit just I got stuck. I remember that. Yeah, him sitting on top of it, right? <laughs> he was upside down like this. He's like – the fuck he didn't he didn't know the coordinate because it was doming and he's like where which way do I put my my limbs to hold on and dude it was hilarious just um, give, give me the ultimate X and I'm and I'm happy ultimate X is great. Ele, remember elevation X Who elevation remembers that X. one nobody remembers elevation X Kyle you remember that match. one that was nuts oh well, that was fingers being stomped and somebody getting dropped I think it was Rhino and AJ Rhino AJ had right. elevation X and then to lose the match you had to get thrown off the x and i remember Jesus. rhino rhino threw like baby powder in aj's eyes and then just stomped his feet and aj i loved when aj did like the flip backwards to like die oh i love that <laughs> i thought didn't uh didn't james storm and rhino have an elevation x match too once i could have sworn they do hello d Cohen has the has the plaque i remember when they sold that plaque Wow, he's got that. I I and now Trent is going to break into your house like Tom Brady and steal it. I I demand that plaque. Uh, so anyway, listen. Let's see what happens with um with these. But I want to know who the first uh co- well at this time when I was doing the interview, I want I want to know who the first like, opponent and who slinks in to the side of the interview. But our good buddy J Bones pal, his brother in bandana, Johnny Swinger, comes in. Only what he can. If you guys missed it, Johnny Swinger was on the show last week. J-Bone, show him what you got from Johnny Swinger this week. It just came in the mail yesterday. Show this what was, you got. Yes, swing man himself. This was part of my part of my birthday. I had to put over Preppy Pirate Outfitters, and because I took advantage of the sale and got myself some new Preppy Pirate Outfitters swag. Say that 10 times really fast, folks. You guys I, got, in. I got there. There we go. I got the bandana, which is going to go into wash. This one's getting framed, though. It's autographed from Johnny Swinger, 2020. There, right there, at the top there. Isn't that cool? Uh, that was Jay Bone's birthday present from the Swing Man himself. Man, that was and really it, cool. I, I, I got, if you didn't watch the weekend show, which I understand not everybody does, I'm going to show this right here. This was my other birthday present. Let's show him that real quick. This was another part of his birthday present, guys. This is Bound for Glory, buckle. 2019. Yeah. Yeah, turn oh, yeah, tell what's on, Jay. It's uh, it's autographed from uh, former champs, uh, Brian Cage. Uh, oh, Sh- good for you! Thank, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Uh, Ken Shamrock, uh, former champ Callahan, OVE, and someone very controversial on tonight's show that we're reviewing right now. You get to in a second, yeah. I remember that show well. Yeah. That was my first Impact Wrestling show. Very memorable, and um, now I've got a piece of it, and it's uh, it's thanks to uh, my wife. And she, I'm a swinger, cool. bro. I'm She's, a swinger, bro. Oh, we love Johnny Swinger, man. I, I mean, love. The, the next chance I get, I'm gonna get that freaking shirt that looks like a Journey album cover. Or Van Halen. Yes. I I, I will I will post. I will send Trent the shirt pick, and then he, you guys can post it on the TNI. Uh, I, I took promo picks with that shirt, so I got I got you, Jay. I got you. Nice. Uh, well, Swinger comes in. He says he's going to be the first opponent. You promised me a, a match, and I'm going to take it, Daddy. It's going to be me. And he just slinks right out. He, Jay, but he like he floated out of the scene. 
Like he yeah. just like came in and he floated away. <laughs> it was great. And I love that. Uh, there it is. That's oh, the that is there. We go. Yep, That's that is tremendous. We'll post it up. We'll, we'll plug our boy there. I'll send it. I'll send it to you right now, Trent. All right. Sammy Callahan and Rich Swan recap from last year's rebellion, which took place a year ago to the day. Jim Miller catches up with Michael Elgin, and the same question is asked uh, that she asked last week about fighting for the world championship. Uh, Elgin's disappointed he can't beat up Eddie Edwards and Tessa Blanchard. He, you know, and send him to the hospital, leave him beat and laying like he wanted to. But uh, but he says he's hopeful because he's looking to fight, fight some, but he's not leaving without the world title. He's still walking out of the air as the champion. So at this point, it's like 8.15. It's like 15 after the second hour, and j and I are like, what's something's going to happen? I mean, like something is definitely going to happen. Like at this point, we're like, we have no idea where this is going. Keeps us intrigued. I like it. And obviously, we just talked to Elgin right now, so we uh, and we know what happened. So um, we'll see. Anyway, let's keep going here, guys. We're about to get to it. They show Elgin's uh, video package. He debuted a year ago today, attacking Brian Cage. But this was the big one, guys. We get down to the to the main event. This is it. Let's set it up. J Bone, go ahead and set it up. <laughs> I love that. I want you to keep that. It's wonderful. That. that is that is stupendous. I'm gonna start just be ready with that one at by all times. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm gonna give you pauses for that one. Can can I you gotta can, create a Morse code, Trent, where you do things with your eyebrows and like let's just like do one of these twice. It's what a scumbag. Like we'll make a Morse code. Kyle, hit this. Yes, button. we're gonna do that. We're gonna can, do that. Can that be my news? My news music. That's no. You get the breaking. No, that's gonna be for everything. This is the you know, breaking. Uh, it's gotta make sense in context. We're getting to the main event. Dun, okay. Dun, dun. Hernandez. Uh, Jay, set it up. Uh, so Elgin's out, Elgin's out comes there, out. and he's he is just confident. He is overconfident. He's like, no one's here. And I don't mean that in crowd way, as in I mean opponents. He's like, I'm going out there. He even gets in the face of, uh, what's his name, Penzer? David Penzer. David Penzer. Yeah. And David Penzer's like, what, what, what am I doing? Gets him in the ring. I mean, I was really scared for the fate of David Penzer. It's like, oh, we just got him back. Hopefully Mike doesn't kill him. I thought he was um, going to get the old Tank Abbott, you know. Something. Uh, gets him in the ring, gets the ref in the ring, and uh, wants him to uh, announce him, declare him as champion. But there's a giant but here. Well... Well, well, <laughs> lights go out. This was, we, this was get, cool. we get the ultimate moose. <laughs> I was, you know, I gotta say, a little shock. Oh, there, was no, there was no rope shake, no rope shake at all. But, but, uh, but he's, he's such a heel. He, That's why he didn't. You know, I mean, he, he, if he would have, it would have been like, oh my god, Moose turned babyface. You know, that's what we would have been saying. Right. If I you guys right. think I, that was crazy, waiting, Moose and I came up. It was ass. a fantastic idea for his next outfit. All right, we'll ass. see what <laughs> it literally. We we'll see where it goes. Forty-five minutes on 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 Google and YouTube looking up these ideas. In my ass. All right. Uh, 
<laughs> so he comes out, Jay, right? And he asks the referee to come down to the ring. He wants he wants it to be declared. His opponents aren't there. He's champ. That's it. He gets Penzer. Penzer rolls into the ring. Classic, legendary David Penzer, who I think host of the thing gone. I mean, shout that out. And he What's was that? sitting ringside. He was sitting ringside on the show. He's well, Kyle, go ahead and say it again. He hosts Sitting Ringside with David Penzer, amazing podcast. Uh, you hear all about Impact, WCW, all the things he's done. He's always interviewing with the biggest guests. A lot of times he's backstage at Impact. Well, he was during his last run, and now he's back. So hopefully he's shooting podcast. Uh, Basil, can you uh, snitch on David Penzer? Did you see him with the microphone out interviewing anybody? Um, he, 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 did, he did some content. Okay. Don't say with oh. who. Okay. But, well, that's uh, all I need to know. I, I'm a big Penzer mark. Penzer, Penzer is fantastic. When oh, yeah. I, when I think about TNA, I think of there's two voices. There's JB obviously, and then there's Penzer. Yeah. And it's the ass. I <laughs> I think you know, without uh without you know, now the guys like Fink are unfortunately gone. Penzer is like one of the last older ones who's it's not only still active, but you know he's like a voice of a of a generation on the ring announcing mod. He was the WCW version, you know, he was WCW's guy. No, oh, yeah. And then he was early TNA's guys. I, I, I liked it, man. On the early impact stuff. So he's a, he's a legend to us in, in the impact world. So glad to have him back. But he, Elgin, Elgin asks, Hey, I want you to declare me champion. And he's about to do it. And then as Jay mentioned, the lights hit. Now, Jay, um, this, we knew it was coming right here, right? It was kind of cool. Uh, it was kind of cool to see all this, but Moose comes out with the TNA title, and this caught us all off guard. I think we none of us saw it's coming. And uh, Jay, did you? What were your thoughts seeing the belt? What did you first? Did you think he had the Impact title? What did you? What did you think about this? I didn't know what to think at first because I was like, "Oh, are, are we like like poo pooing Tessa's title?" And hey, but right. we got this one, so we're gonna rock this one for a while. I I didn't know what, and that's not a knock on Tessa. Please don't take it as that. But I was just like, "What? We got the TNA Classic ta Championship?" I was, I was just like, "Like like what kind of alternative universe?" Are we living in here? We were just kind of, really we was. were just like taking it by the moment, like what? <laughs> but I liked it. it. I liked so it because I just I was sitting on the edge of my seat. I gotta I gotta switch gears for a second. I gotta throw this out. This blows my mind every time something like this happens. So I'm gonna put this up here. Hello from Romania, Impact Wrestling Brazil. It's a comment on Facebook, and they got a Facebook group. Uh, thank thank you. you. Wow, that just. Torascu, no thank, thank you very much, man. Thanks thank for watching you. in Romania and Romania. Thank you very much. T and I that's tried beautiful, man. all the way out to Brazil, man. Worldwide, I love it, man. Thank you, thank you. Tell your friends, uh, we're glad to have you for sure. Worldwide, uh, baby. He's out there. To Worldwide, Andre. we're doing, man. <laughs> we Moose comes out wearing the belt, and he's like, he's actually the rightful champ. I've been all the TNA legends. I've been on a quest. Elgin says, you wearing that belt is hysterical. And he says, I've had the right. I beat everybody. And right before he finishes that sentence, we hear Hernandez's music. I didn't see this coming at all. No. And, and Basil didn't tell me anything about this. Obviously, he didn't, he didn't spill anything. So I was like, Hernandez? And I texted you, Basil. I was like, what the hell is happening right now? Like, what is happening with all this segment? 
Yeah, crazy. <laughs> in a good way. In a good way. I mean, yeah. good way. They start brawling, the three of them. That's it. And it kind of inadvertently becomes for the TNA title. Now, here's my confusion. I want you guys to talk to me about this. We've had – it was a rocky year, 2017, 16, 17, all that stuff that went on, GFW ownership, shift into this title, that title. The TNA title's lineage is the lineage that Tessa is wearing right now. So this is not like it's a separate lineage. And that's why Josh was very careful to point out, and I want to point this out to everybody, Josh was very careful to say this is not an active title. Like this, this title itself, the TNA title is not an active title. That's just a belt. What, what did what did Dave Penzer announce him as? He announced him as the TNA World Champion after it was over. So there's a very interesting controversy. So obviously the match goes. Let me let's talk about the match for a second. I thought it was a really good match. I was very very impressed with Hernandez. Jay, I know you were blown away by Hernandez. Um, I love uh, Hernandez, and he and when he came back for those uh, few shows. And the TNA show on the act the Access TV special prior to all this, um, yeah. When when there was an audience back, remember you guys remember when there was people out there? Um, <laughs> man, he just looked great. The guy can still go. He still struts like a million bucks. Hey, Bone, can you do that strut? Kind of like the. Can you do that? Can you try to pull that off? Got a little hop around. There it is. A little bit. There it yeah. is. J-Bone Sanchez over here. All right. Very nice. He's got that, he's got that Latino strut to him, huh? I like it. J-Bone, you're an honorary brown guy. Basil, let's declare him an honorary brown guy today. J-Bone, we you're declare all right. it. You're all we right. declare it, so. You're, de- you're declared part of the club. The, the, fir- the, the year-round tan club. Thank you. Welcome to the club. <laughs> we, we, we brought Kyle in a little while ago. When he when he had a face-to-face with the Daisy Hit Squad, he was officially knighted by them. But oh, yeah. um, let's go ahead, Jay. Talk talk about that. By I'm gonna have to wear some TV right. makeup now to make up for it, because uh, God knows I don't get out much. Um, but yeah, man, three hosses in the ring, just and they all looked like a million bucks. And it's not like anybody stunk up the joint. They were all ready for this. Especially, I, I got to put over Hernandez. I mean, we knew Elgin was gonna be ready for anything. He was ready to walk out champ. Give me the belt. I'm in. I'm out. But that wasn't yeah. to be, you know. And Moose was like, uh-uh, I'm in here. I am the ultimate Moose. I will kick the entire roster's ass, shake some ropes. Now, uh Hernandez walks in, and what the mm-hmm. hell? We get a three-way, a ho- excuse me, a Haas three-way that just, um, man, because we, <laughs> we were all still just kind of like shaking our heads like, what the heck? Oh, man, it was it was beautiful. I love it. It was. Kyle, you're a big Hernandez guy. Rough stuff. I do. You are. You like the rough <laughs> stuff. You like. You like Hernandez. You were. Were you happy to see? I was skeptical. I was like Hernandez. Trent, do you I even listen to me? Do you even listen to me? You haven't been hearing me mark out for Hernandez lately. I, I so I'm asking you. I was skeptical. I mean, I just say. I said you were. You were excited about it. Well, it was a character for sure. You know, the first impression was just like, huh, Hernandez, what's he doing here? Yeah. But, I mean, you bring back an old TNA guy, the TNA belt is in the ring. It, it kind of makes sense. But what I'm thinking about, is Elgin going to be after that? Is Does he want that TNA World Heavyweight Championship, or is he more focused on Tessa? He's not Moose's in his he way. Made it, he made it clear that he doesn't want that belt. Okay. That's a fake okay. belt. He told us on our show here today. 
He's that's like, true, that's but I just, I'm confused. What are they? See, this is the type of cliffhanger I like because I have to watch next week. I have to. And I gotta say, I gotta say, whoopsie is vetoing your brown badge, Jay. I'm sorry about that. Whoopsie's whoopsie's also part of the brown the brown boys club. The BBC. I was gonna say the BBC. Yikes! I should not say that. <laughs> All I gotta say, uh, say, don't show up in Shaitan anytime soon, man. It's over. <laughs> pretty good. It's not too bad. Not too bad. Basil, uh, we're big. We're old TNA fans. I mean, you like you said, you you did mark out seeing the belt, and you sent me. You were like, man, there's the TNA belts here, like because all the memorabilia was there. But you had no idea when you saw that belt when you were down there. You had no idea the capacity was getting used in. Correct? No. So like, I, I legit didn't know. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I was like, Trent, dude, look at this. He like, sent me a I, picture holding it. And I'm like, I'm like, put it into your suitcase right away. Johnny Bravo has a picture I need to get from him uh, of me holding the TNA title. I need to get that from him. But uh, no, I saw it and I was like, oh, this is cool. They had the aces and eights stuff because I saw I saw Ethan and uh, and Josh Alexander playing with like all that old shit. So I just figured I'm like, it's Nashville. They probably have a bunch of of old stuff, which they did. So I didn't think anything yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. So now cool, I man. now I need to get now I need to get my hands on the uh, old school X division championship. I have, I have one replica belt that was given to me as a gift. It's the old NWA title. Uh, I really always wanted an Impact or TNA belt, man. I I feel like I should have one. Basil, my birthday's in October. Could you um, just put that down for me, please? And by the way, speaking of birthdays, uh, oh, we got about don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Well, I already put it in there. 40 yeah. minutes till Basil's birthday, guys. See you guys want to wish him a happy birthday. <laughs> I don't give a damn. <laughs> I don't that. That's not He's nice, Rhino. We care He's about sad. Basil's birthday. Why would you say that, Rhino? I'm not I'm not a I'm not one of those people that needs to brag about that stuff or you're not. I'm the one saying it. Anyway, let's finish this, then we'll we can all wish Basil a happy birthday. All right. Uh <laughs> so we have a whole big whole big schmaz moose is back there. Try everybody trying to pin, make the gift for the win. Elgin Hernandez lands on Elgin like back first, man. Like uh, right on his back. It was it was heavy. It was like a big dive. Uh, he sends Moose back into the ring after this. So Elgin's out. Elgin's on the outside. Elgin did have, have the the match won at one point. He had the Elgin bomb on on uh, on Hernandez. He went went for the pin. It was perfect. Moose pulled him out, and then so they're all on the outside. Hernandez nails Elgin. He comes back in. Moose is already in the ring. Hits him with the no jackhammer. Nita gets the win. Got the pin. Moose is declared the TNA World Heavyweight Champion. And I don't know what the hell. I don't know what the hell any of it means. But it sure is a cliffhanger, Kyle. It sure is. a God, this is like who shot JR on Dallas, man. They got me. Now I want to know where we go. We got like five, six weeks of TV here with this. We think that we things doing? are predictable and we think we can predict things. And as soon as we start to think that, Everything changes. Unbelievable. And I ain't spoiling nothing. No, nothing. we don't want He's you to spoiling. either. We're just enjoying the ride because this is a whole <laughs> Y'all some cowards. There's well, I'm, I'm, I want to know. Yeah. I want the I'm scoop. the anti-spoiler police. I want look the at all the look at all the uh, you got some birthday love in the chat there. Thank Check you guys. that out. Thank you. A lot of birthday love for him. So that's it, guys. He's impacts. Somebody said happy 12th birthday to you. <laughs> hey, I'm, 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 13. I'm 13. 
There you go. Um, yeah. Give the kids some hate, respect. Wait, y'all are gonna hate when you find out how old I really am. Oh. Yeah, you will. Uh, guys, that was night two of rebellion. That was it. That's, that's you might have a shot yeah. with Jerry uh, Lawler. You know, oh, Jesus. <laughs> we yeah, had a great two nights. Culture. And there goes a the great, first strike. <laughs> yeah. A great two nights of, of rebellion, guys, in the books. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed co-stream with you guys. We increased our views. Now, if you guys haven't heard the big news, we announced it on the co-stream. We're officially Twitch affiliates. Yes, Twitch affiliates. We're a Twitch yeah. affiliate. If you're watching on Twitch, you can cheer us bits. I don't know who does this, but you can like give us money. It's like being a dancer and you just tip us dollars or something. I don't know what it is. Cheer us bits. Stripping. J-Bones will start taking something off every bit we get cheered. Uh, he will strip something off. The, the trick to that is, though, guys, he doesn't do the, the podcast with pants on, so you're limited. To, I mean, it doesn't take much to get this guy up and going. J-Bones, you really need to take this guy down. I have seen that penis. If you, <laughs> if, you, if you bid us enough, I'll start an OnlyFans page. Have oh, a marvelous God. manhood. <laughs> thank you guys thank you for joining us that wonderful um again if you're not following us tni show on twitch we talk impact on facebook twitter and instagram don't forget to follow us. the show quadcasts on all four platforms we are on there so um real quick little bit of news again real quick guys j bone is on vacation at the as this thing concludes today he is going to get the audio up. It'll be released on iTunes, Stitcher, Sanka, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Tuna Radio, Spotify, everything tomorrow. And he's on vacation. Don't bother him. Jay, we're not going to bother you. I want you to relax, get to know the wife a little more, have a good time. Jay Bones going back to Ohio. <laughs> Jay Bones going back to so That was Ohio. it, guys. Wonderful. Right, let's get some plugs in here. Basil, uh, you did photos. You're going to be releasing them as the weeks go on You because you can't. Obviously, you guys, he put out a bunch of great photos today. Very timely, I might add. No spoilers. Match ended. There was a, there was a bank of photos out there by this guy. Uh, I, love content. Where they can I love getting content out there. Today's where can they see the is content? The good stuff. You where can, can they find see the me. content? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BZ. That's a B, two E's, four Z's, and a Y. Uh, you can also find all my photos at basilmamu.com, spelled just like how it is there. And then basil, M-A-H-M-U-D.com. Uh, I post up, pretty good about posting up photos, not too, uh, too long after a show. It typically takes two to three days at most for me, so sometimes sooner. Definitely has it. Guys, follow along. He was there for the tapings. He's not spoiling shit. You'll get you'll get relevant stuff as it airs, as it's revealed to you. So uh Kyle, what do you want to you want to plug? Actually, let's we'll plug the show, right? We're just plugging the show and hey, you guys I can follow us there. Give me a follow on Twitter, KL underscore TNI. Trent, you notice I've been posting on there again after like a six-month yeah. hiatus. Been posting a lot on there. So follow he me, KL underscore TNI. He finally has. Kids learn. The kids learn. And, All right. Uh, I just want to make a point here. I'm seeing in the chat, you know, goodbye, J-Bone. Then Hakeem Fullerton is saying that he's not – where's everybody going? Where's everybody going? Where, Hakeem, where can, where Hakeem can you guys go? We're in lockdown. Yeah, That's there's nowhere true, to Jay, go. What are, you, what, are you, what are you doing, Jay? No, I, I told Jay to take a break. Hakeem has school. He's a student. He's got to focus on finishing this year out strong. It's all wild yeah. out there. 
He's got he's got to focus on school. He's so not doing if Jay gone for a couple of weeks, Basil, would you do the honors? Fill in for him. You Thumbs got up, it, folks. Dude. You got it. Official dude. photographer. You're, you're right, uh, You're making me proud, Basil. You're making me proud. I try. I try. I have Guys, seen while, that penis. While Hakeem is gone, also please read his incredible impact-related uh, articles. Hakeem, go ahead and post them all underneath here. Put your links out. He writes amazing impact-related articles, guys. So check his stuff out. Uh, they are great. He's taking a break from that, too. So definitely an affiliate, of a friend of the show. He's definitely doing a lot of good stuff for impact, too. So what we do vocally and visually, he's doing written uh, a lot of great stuff. So check him out. Guys, uh, Jay, go ahead and plug your stuff. Where can people keep in touch with you while you're gone? Uh, you can follow, follow me over on that other little podcast that's on hi hiatus for now is Smash Says Podcast. <clears throat> uh, the shop is still open. You can buy merch over there if you so uh, would like to. Uh, there's a uh, there's a buy button on the Twitter and the Facebook, I believe. Um, I don't give a damn. Well, well, thank you. Thank you, Kyle. I, I love you, too. That was and, Rhino. Uh, <laughs> was it Kyle? It was Rhino. It's Rhino. <laughs> it's Rhino. <laughs> That's I don't give a damn. We're not inviting you on either. Damn it. <laughs> no, we love Rhino. We love you. Former NWA champ. We love him. Um, yep. You can follow me over on the Twitter box at jbone5150. That's J-A-Y-B-O-N-E 5150. Keep in touch with him, guys, while he's gone. Remember, you can follow the show at We Talk Impact, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, just keep in touch. Keep on tabs. We are here. Lino is a part of the team now. Some of the great graphics you guys have been seeing, courtesy of Marcelino or Lino. I call him Lino. He's out there. I'm going to be tagging Lino on some stuff. Give him a follow. His photography and work is great. He's part of the team doing some stuff. We'll be here. Kyle and I are going to hold it down. Throwbacks. No, Basil no, will be joining no, us. Basil. No. <laughs> Only no. We'll get Nate on with us, too. He's, he's on impact refereeing. So we're going we're gonna to fill the void while J-Bone's gone. J-Bone will take care of the house. You go have a good time. But guys, definitely connect with us. And uh, thanks for sticking with us through that, um, through the uh, the interruption there. But guys, once again, thank you to Michael Elgin, big Mike, for joining us on the show. That was amazing. What yes. a great interview. If you, if you join late, guys, hit rewind. He's at the top of the show. Uh, but Jay, any final words from you as you as you take a take a break? Um, all I can say is, gosh, oh. keep talking. Continue, Jay Bone. Make your speech. I'm not. I'm not dead. Damn it! <laughs> we hardly knew ye. J Bone was a good man. A oh, just fantastic podcaster. Just wait till I come back, bitches. You have no clue what's coming. Oh God. Uh, I'm gonna be Hi, guys. I'm gonna be brother. working on. I'm gonna be working on. The main reason is just to step away from everything for two to three weeks. While I'm gone, I'm going to be working on producing something banging to uh, yeah, to to bring new life back into uh, Smash This Podcast. I have to figure out how to bring it back because trying to juggle Smash This Podcast and this podcast that I love, these guys I love so much, um, it's become quite difficult because trying to give a lot of attention to both is not easy. So I have to figure out how to do it. What's the best way to bring it out there. And if, if something's got to go along the wayside, um, 
then it's got to go. But I'm going to do my best to come back 100% on all formats here, STP, and, uh, you know, it just uh, it'll just be nice to step away for a while and just enjoy everything as a fan. And yeah, I, love, you, I love you guys. You need a break, man. You know, as soon as you told us, you know, hey, guys, I'm getting kind of burnt out. Like, you actually, you called me and you were like, hey, Kyle. I think I just got hepatitis. And I was like, Jacob, you got to get that taken care of. You have to, you know, <laughs> of all times, you know, the COVID-19 stuff. Health is very important. You're brutal. You're brutal. Uh, He's on it with those, with those drops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this rash is uh, a mother. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, get out of here. We already hit the two-hour mark. Let's get out of here. All right, two hours. It is. All right, guys, thank you again for joining us. This was a big night rebellion. We wrapped it all. Big Mike, thank you for being here. Everybody in the chat, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Keep in touch. We'll be here. We're back on Saturday night, Impact Plus Weekly. Kyle and I will be doing that, and we'll take it from there. Kyle's and thank you, Basil. No, don't no, thank, thank you. No, thank you. Basil will be back, guys. Basil's going to be back out with us. He's going to be joining us while Jay's gone. So Basil's going to hold it down while I'm gone. He's got my blessing. I love you. I love so, you. I love you. Johnny Swinger. I love you. Was Michael Elgin? Hey. Who's going to be next, Trent? I don't know, man. But happy birthday, Basil. Love you, kid. Have a, just good, promise uh, have a good birthday. Me, just promise me if you get Shark Boy while I'm gone, you call we'll me. We'll call okay? you. We will. We will. All right. On that note, guys, good night. Thank you all for being here. We will talk to you Saturday night for the Impact Plus Weekly. Good night, everybody. Later, guys. This is the jaw jacking Tuesday night impacting. His mother called him son because he shines like one mocha skin manimal, Rohit Raju. And you are watching Total Nonstop Impact. This is Payala Huera Loca, and you are listening to Total Nonstop Impact. The Walking Weapon, Josh Alexander, and you're listening to Total Nonstop Impact. We are the, the Rascals. Rascals. You are listening to Total Non-Stop Impact Podcast, baby. Woo! And what you're really listening to is Total Non-Stop Impact. Don't you dare miss a lesson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, Impact Wrestling? Let's make some This is the good stuff.